media mode. He covers your story. Your story will be built from the ground up. Welcome back for our new episode of The Jason Lee Show. Now, this next guest uh, hasn't been on The Jason Lee Show or Hollywood Unlocked. Well, she hasn't been on The Jason Lee Show ever, and she hasn't been on Hollywood Unlocked in a long time, but she stays on our Instagram. Please welcome reality star, entrepreneur, and artist, Tommy Lee. Okay, now, to be very clear, Jason Lee, Tommy Lee, we are not blood-related. We not. We need spirit. <laughs> but we do pop off when we need to. Yes, we do. Okay, Tommy, you haven't been here in years. It's been a long time um, since you first started, and I just want to start by saying I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm real proud of you because we was in a little, like, studio yeah. setting. It was you, Melissa Ford, and a boy, and, like, it was just vibes, and y'all really showed me a lot of love that day, and I was scared when I was just, like, now, a little nervous, you know, when people go to ask me questions, but you made it, like, comfortable. So and to see all of this now, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like, wow. Well, Tommy, first of all, she just dropped two <laughs> names in here. This is like when Beyonce gets interviewed and y'all ask about them other girls. Stop playing. No, but, oh! but but Tommy Tommy was one of the uh, friends to the show that came on our last podcast when we it was hard to get guests. And, yeah. You know, you were just entering Love & Hip Hop in the reality show mm -hmm. world and fame was new. And I remember you had that pretty uh, silver dress on. Yeah. She was really giving in Vogue vibes of when the girls <laughs> in the 90s used to have them really I nice. I that true. I barely had makeup on, no lashes. But I you were you were just getting into the world uh, yeah. that we know of entertainment. And so I want to say thank you for coming then because nobody, you know, it was hard to get guests, so. Yeah. Yeah. But I with you because I'm a real one, yeah. you know what I'm <laughs> I've known Tommy for a long time. Both of our careers, uh, as you know it in the public, started on a reality show called Love & Hip Hop. Uh, I had my moments and left. You had your moments and left. I never understood why you left the show or how you left. Well, I left, um, well, you know, I got arrested or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when after I got arrested, like, it had been a lot of things, like, as far as them wanting my family. They wanted to go, like, personal with me. And I started on there with, you know, Scrap and mm -hmm. his family. Mm -hmm. So then it turned into, like, no, we want to know what you got going on. We, You know, your mama got seven kids. We see y'all yeah. them up. So they wanted me to bring my family. They kept, like, wanting that to be a thing. And after I got arrested, I just felt like it wouldn't have been a good idea to... Um, my daughter was, like, in middle school and, like, you know what I mean? Her friends and stuff like that, they all watch TV. That situation was so sensitive. I was just like, I don't want to um, give the show this. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because, like, throughout all the bullshit, like, I'm going to protect my kids as much as I can because everybody's not as strong as me. And I I know that. I've been knowing that. Like, the things I can take, like, the slander, the backlash, the lot, like, my family's not built like that. So I don't want to drag them along just for, like, what would it be? Just like mm -hmm. a bag? Like, it would be a check? Like, I, I don't want to do that to my kids mm -hmm. and have them, like, get them picked on and criticized in school about our personal life because it was supposed to be personal. And mind you, like, it would have never even been that big. Like, when I left, it was nothing. It was smooth until somebody said, oh, she's on TV. And then I was on the news. Mm -hmm. So it's weird. <laughs> when you came into Love & Hip Hop, you were with Scrap, and then Scrap had the other girl, which was the baby mom. That's where we saw the three, the triangular relationship where right. you became kind of the star in that whole situation. Right. He right went back, top. he went to jail. He yeah. went to jail. And then she ended up fizzling out and leaving the show. Mm -hmm. And then, then he came back out of jail. And I revived the 
pump some light back into it when he was about to get in, out of jail. And then we sat down and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she, like, they wanted it to be, like, still an ongoing thing with me. But, like, I was just so past the scrap. Like, it was just like, why am I going to come? So she was like, oh, they're about to get back together. I was like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm over that situation. That's pretty much And it's been so long. But when you yeah. look back and you have an ex that's that hot, do you miss them ever? Because, I mean, I look back at some of my exes. They hot, but, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> you think Scrap is that hot? Like, you I think thought, he's that? I thought, he, I thought he was, given all the guys that were on the show at the time, too. Oh, well, for sure, yeah. And it was the man bun game. <laughs> She's it was like right the like, <laughs> no, he was fine. Like I had a friend when he came in, like I was introducing him to my friends, and she was like, you "Made my jump." I was like, "Your what? friend told you that?" Yeah. Y'all must have been real close because she. I like probably... people like that. That's just honest. Like it doesn't mean like I gotta watch her. It just mean like bitch. Yeah, if your girl, if your homegirl's gets wet when she gets, she said you. it made it throb. Oh, throb. <laughs> Jump wet, any, yeah. if it moves at all, if it moves at all, you should. You that's should, a problem. That's a problem. Why? See, because I like. But that's to, honest. <laughs> it is. I like to date somebody who's really good looking, and I like everybody to want them. I don't want but you don't to tell, tell me. me that. Oh, tell me. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you're <laughs> over past all of that. Now, when you were on Love and Hip Hop at the end. One thing that Tommy is known for is having conflict. You have no problems having. Who said that? I mean, that's what the internet said. You know, I, that's where I be at I every day. I love it. Hip hop. When you were there and you had the relationships with producers, we all have. And people don't know when you're doing love and hip hop, it's mm. a very emotional, tense. Yeah, for sure. Always. And you were one of the stars. So unlike me, I wasn't a star. You were filming all the time. It's a very yeah. emotional thing. What was your relationship like with the producers? Because it was the same. There was a rumor that you got into a physical altercation one. Oh, um, for for the most part, like I am easy to work with. Jason, you don't work with me. Everybody's work. So like, um, I think it was just like, well, how do they call it? Like they elaborate. Like they just made that more than um, what it was because what had happened was. They was having a video shoot without me and with Spice. And Spice had called me and hit me up and like, yo, Tommy, what are you doing? Like, damn near crying. She was just like, we got to take this serious. They they doing the rollout for the video. I said, Spice, I'm on my way to green screen. That was my job for the day. I just listened to them. They told me to go to green screen. So I was like, I am at work. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to green screen. They threw a whole, like, uh, video release without me. And so I was upset. And like, if they talk about a day where I pulled up and like it was a gun and all of this shit like that, like that is because it was a lot of people around and I got nervous and I had the right to protect myself. You yeah. get what I'm saying? I, mean, it, I wanted to have a private conversation with that producer, but it just wasn't, I guess it wasn't the time or whatever. So that's why, is, is it Jamel? Yeah. Oh, Jamel, I love Jamel. If he, if he, he knows that. And I don't have a problem with him, but it was just like, the temperature and the mood of the situation, it became that because it was just like, I'm un- I want to have a private conversation with you, but you got all these people around and I'm angry on top of that because I feel played. Mm-hmm. I feel played that y'all sending me to green screen, but y'all having a whole video release without me to now run the narrative that, oh, Tommy's somewhere drunk. Cause that's what they had Spice saying throughout the whole show. So that's what caused me and her. I feel like we had a real hit. Like everybody said it, like that song goes crazy, but what they had her do, how they produced her, 
it made it it made me look crazy. It made me look like I'm hard to work with. They, I kept hearing that, like, oh, Tommy's never here. She's never on time. How can I not be on time? Mm -hmm. Jason, you know, like I know the van pulls up. It picks you up. You got glam hired by them. So I'm in your glam. So you know what I'm doing at all times. You know I'm hair and makeup right now. And when you when I'm done, when your your team is done with me, I get into your van. How am I late? How have I ever been late? The real life thing, not to cut you off, the real life thing is that when Spice first came to Atlanta, I took her to 21 House. I took her to, um, I, I met her, introduced her to Sneak, who also gave us the beat and all of that. And, and um, he was a, um, A&R for our song, everything. Stevie, I'm taking you to Stevie's house. You had no relationships with none of these people. I'm like really taking you around. So it really hurt my feelings that you would just like be produced like that because a lot of times they try to do it to me, but I wouldn't allow it. They like say this about uh, Scraps' mom. Say this about your mom. I'm like, I'm not saying it. I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. So when you were into the show, and this is the re this is the reason why I wanted to have you on the show today too. Not mm -hmm. because, not just because you're burning the internet down right now. Tommy oh, is the most viral God. thing <laughs> online right now. I went to dinner with a friend oh, last night, man. and he gets in the car and says, "Did you see what Tommy did?" Oh, I said, "Tommy, God. Tommy's <laughs> actually coming but on I the didn't show." Now. <laughs> but the reason why up. is because you know I've known you for a lot of years now, and I feel like. There's a narrative that follows you, and there's a narrative that follows me. Yeah. And I know sometimes in my own narrative, there's some truth and there's some non-truth. Right. And with you, I really want to explore what's true and not true from your perspective. Because the one thing I know is you can defend yourself online all day long, but once people made up their mind, it's done. It is what it is, right? But I learned that um, my silence has become like um, it's been like hindering me from. I don't know, like getting away from this situation because I've been so silent and I've like, like the, like my team and the people around me just be like, it'll blow over. You know how they say that. Oh, it got 72, 48 hours or whatever to be gone. And I've like really took that to heart. Like I've really been doing that. So now it's just like, man, f what everybody talking about, I'm really about to be myself. I'm, I got to speak on some certain, especially when like y'all just like really assassinate my whole character at this point. Mm -hmm. And it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. And I still have a whole family and people that look up to me and people that, you get what I'm saying? So I have to speak now and I thank you for giving me the opportunity and the platform to do so. But a lot of things aren't true. It's in that, and like from the love and hip hop shit to all of that, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying, Spice? I've, I've invited you, I've did all of that. I didn't even know that my, uh, Sam Sneak wrote her verse until after, like, you could introduce somebody to someone, and I understand when people be like, I don't um, mix friends, mm -hmm. like, I don't mix situations, because now this man done wrote a whole verse for you, he wrote your verse, and I didn't know until the fall, and now he's like, yo, Tommy, what's up, well, um, who gonna pay me for the, I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I wrote Spice verse and I'm supposed to, and I was like, I didn't even know that and I'm not speaking to her right now. Like, you get what I'm saying? So that was also weird. Like, just, I just felt played. I felt played through that whole shit right there, the love and hip hop shit. And just, I just want to address that and just like get off it. But I really did because like, I really looked at her like, yo, this is a cool girl. She come from Jamaica, she don't, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's what happened of it. So you try to make me, like me being a new artist, you're already an artist. You think that that's not gonna hurt me, you saying I'm late, you saying I'm hard to work with every time you turn around, and it just wasn't true. And that's just one instance so of the many. So with Spice, is what you see what you get? 
because I know Spice, we have each other's number, but we don't talk and I've never hung out with her, but I don't know her. Is what you see with Spice what you get? I would say, dog, it's like all over the place for real because what I seen and what I got was two totally different things because if I would have seen what I was going to get, I would have never motherfucking got it because I wouldn't have fucked with you. Right. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So when you see what went down with her and Erica Mena, do you think that Erica caught a bad rap being labeled a, a racist or do you think, um, and, and that maybe Spice just kind of gaslit it to make it work in her advantage or what do you think? I think like some people lean towards like um, that victim shit and just like being the sympathy shit. You get what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Do I ever think like Erica meant like, is she racist? No, if that's what you're asking me. Do I think she meant, like, it's just like, if I'm drinking, we film, and I'm mad, like, bitch, she just calling out what you look like. You look like a blue gorilla, bitch, you got on blue. Like, you get what I'm saying? Bitch, you look like a, you like a monkey right now. Like, everybody say stupid shit like that all the time. But because Erica is um, biracial, interracial, how do you call it? Like, it came off like that, but I don't, I personally don't think, in my opinion, that she meant to any racist. I don't think that she should be going through this at all. I, I I just really don't. I've been around Erica. Erica's a sweet girl. Like you get what I'm saying. She turned. I don't think she meant it like that. So I know I'm big in the zodiac. Everybody that follows the show knows that I talk about zodiac. You're a Gemini, which yes, makes a lot of sense. Uh, <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. Why that makes sense? Because Gemini's are always a lot. Gemini's are a lot. Con- a Kanye lot. West is a Gemini. Yeah, you said that. You know what? <laughs> like, I, because, you know, when I say I'll come back on the show, I had to go and do my little investigations. Very little. I was just like, let me go see what the last shit. So I went to Bobby's, um, you know, interview, interview with you. Mm-hmm. And you was like, oh, yeah, Tommy's too much. You remember she was banging on car windows when we did, and I had to get away. And you called me. So since you couldn't get away with the crackhead shit, you, you then now threw me on the bus and said, oh, yeah, she is a belligerent drunk. I took that to heart, Jason. Well, well, before we get into that, because we're going to talk about that. Um, first of all, I didn't say crackhead because cocaine and crack, crack is whack, crack is for poor people. We I, saw Whitney Houston say that. Cocaine and crack are two different, two different things. But what Bobby did say before we get into the drinking thing is he did say, you've never done cocaine with him. You don't do cocaine. And the reason why I wanted to ask him that on the show was because people were in the news were saying you were on cocaine and you were like, let me be very clear. Like you yeah. didn't avoid it. You ran to it right. and said, I don't do cocaine. And Bobby validated that. Right. But you do drink. I do drink. But would you consider me a belligerent drunk? Like Jason. I mean, there's been Okay, moments. when we sat down in our interview. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you about that moment. That night that you're speaking of with the banging of Cardos, I was totally upset with Wendy because she had just like- Wendy Williams. Yeah, Wendy Williams. She had just- um like try to violate me and play me on her show with the Rob situation. And she was saying like, oh, I'm ugly, I'm this, I'm that. And the critics, I really just be wanting to catch them in person mm-hmm. and see how they really feel. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to show my face to her. So was I a little over tipsy? Probably. But at the same time, I knew she hopped in that truck. So yeah, bitch, get out the truck mm-hmm. and let's have a conversation. But, but belligerent drunk is not necessarily a bad thing because we all. That's a totally. That's that's. Well, disgusting. well, let let me say this. I've been belligerent drunk. I've been. I'm sober now. I'm, I'm over a hundred days sober. Did. But like, <laughs> I've I've had moments where I've been out my mind drunk. You've seen it on the internet. I've been at the club drunk. 
I, I've had those moments, and we all have. Guess what, Jason? Yeah. I'll never judge you for that. No, but it's okay. It's but the people judge me. But when but what I've learned in sobriety. If somebody too, sat down with me and asked me a question about you, it would never come up. But <laughs> let me say this: I don't get mad when people look at things that I've gone through and have opinions because I've chosen to live my life in the public. Mm. So when I first started, did I like it? No. But as I've come and grown into what I'm doing, like I, it is a part of the thing. You know right. what I mean? So I try not to let it consume me so much. Uh, and then if there are times where I need to look at myself, which I have, and say, okay, I'm a little too fat, now I'm going to lose weight. Oh, I get a little too angry too fast, I'm getting therapy. Okay, I drink too oh, much. <laughs> wait, go ahead. <laughs> no shade, Ozempic is a part of the plan, too, to maintain it, you know? Where's my shots? But let me oh. ask you, when you saw the interview with Bobby and I asked him about that moment, what was it about the question that bothered you? Um, Nothing. I, I really felt like, Damn, like I, since I'm not there, like at least somebody addressing it. And I know Bobby knows for sure. Like he knows. Mm. He lives down like my condo in Miami. Bobby really, you get what I'm saying? He, he lived down the street from me. We were neighbors, and it's been times when the plate has been passed around, and they know like Tommy ain't on that shit. Like it's been times. So if anybody knows, he knows, mm -hmm. and he's like openly talked about. His drug use. His, yeah, yeah, what he used to cope or whatever. Like, he's talked about that. He, he's not ashamed of it. So if any, if it's coming from anybody, then you know he's going to tell you the facts. But that's what I loved about that moment because he was talking about his own use of cocaine Yeah, and he's like, moment. oh, no, bitch, no, because it's like, it <laughs> yeah. ain't like nobody got a lie for me. I'm not, like, out here bullying people and you got to be scared. Of, like, it's just the truth. And I think people are so comfortable with the lie. Like, oh, it just fits her because she got, like, a you know, a wild personality or... Uh, that's what like, I was going to... It's got to be something. That's what I was going to ask. Do you find, like, it's easy for people to throw things on you and for mm -hmm. people to believe it and let it stick because it they've like seen it other things? It looks like it but it, yeah. it kind of don't. Yeah. Like, so crackheads, when we was growing up, like, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> crackheads... First of all, stop saying crackhead because I haven't heard the well, crackhead the terminology. Well, the last one, I just heard that I was on crack. When somebody really took the time out to address that on their setting... On their show, when it was supposed to be about them, they called me a crackhead. It's just getting too deep. It's, it's just an online rumor. Who said you're a crackhead? And that's all you could come up with. Well, who said you're a crackhead? Um, what's the girl name? Um, now we going down into the senior Tamar. citizens beef. Who? Huh? Oh, let's hold it right. Let's Tamar. We're gonna come yeah, back. Yeah. So it's just like crackhead. First of all, crackhead is wild. I haven't heard the term crackhead in a long time. Wow. And and coke is crazy. Crack is insane. Coke is crazy. Crack is insane. All of it. None of it is in my jacket. So back to Love & Hip Hop. When you left the show, they blamed it on the alcohol. Was that them using that another excuse to make you look bad or? What, 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 why would the alcohol make me leave a show? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I think we all know they used to feed us love and I mean, they used to feed us alcohol and love and hip hop. Every day. Like Especially it was candy. in green screen. Here, 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 yeah. here. Every day. So why would it be a problem then? Right. Why would that have me to leave the show? I left the show on my own. They didn't fire me. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to film about my daughter now yeah. and me getting arrested. The thing is this, Jason. And as soon as I got out of jail, you know, we do the press run and all of the shit like that. And I, I sat down with the Breakfast Club and I just really told them the story. And I just don't want to embarrass my kids. Mm -hmm. So my daughter had edibles 
or whatever, she found on a on a backseat of a plane in a pocket. She took it to school. She, she knew what it was. Mm-hmm. She lies to say, I don't know what it was. You knew what it was. Like, you get what I'm saying? It says it on the, whatever the package or whatever that it gave me. But my her teacher had been calling me for some time. And you know I'm working. I'm in the field. So I'm hosting. I'm this. I'm here. I couldn't never, like, really get to the appointment to sit down with her. But me, I'm very, like into it with my kid. Like, I'm the mom who takes cupcakes, have pizza parties for no reason. I'm coming up there. Damn, they don't want me to show up to the school because, like, bitch, come on. Like, you're, you're, you're making these kids go crazy, like, every time. So, and I have the, the the receipts of it, you know, since yay high to now, I, st- I want to be involved. Like, a lot of moms don't even know they, they kids' teacher's name. Mm-hmm. They don't know their name. They just, they feel like it's a babysitter. Like they gonna send their ass off and just not be involved. So I was trying to get to the meeting with her and I didn't, this particular time that she called me, first of all, it was like 12 o'clock in the morning, like at night, 12 o'clock. So she's calling me like, your daughter's been disrespectful. And that really like pissed me off because I'm just like, she being disrespectful because she just caught the um, the weed thing, the edible thing. Yeah. But that was quiet, thank God. Like nobody, we we got to the, you know, where it's it's quiet. They, she's got to go to court about it. And then your teacher just called me again saying you being disrespectful. So she took the edibles to school. She passed them out to the kids. And they all had to get rushed to the hospital. What, what was I supposed to do mm-hmm. in that moment? And then now on top of that, you disrespecting your teacher. What was I supposed to do? Like, I, I see the shit on the internet now where they got, like, soft parenting and versus this type of parenting. Like, me, I never had to whoop my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, my kids wasn't just, like, like fuck-up kids. Like, when I see the kids writing on a wall and doing all type of weird shit and pulling the tissue all out the fucking thing. Like, I didn't have bad kids, like, where I had to, like, put my hands on them. So this was new for all of us. Like, even my daughter probably was shocked, like, I got physical work. Like, I just never had to do that with my kids. Mm -hmm. For the most part, I've had great kids. Until now, until, like, the internet where they're growing up and they, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like at a certain point, you're done. Mm -hmm. You're not raising your kids no more. They're more interested in what their peers have to say than you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like right now I'm in that place. Mm -hmm. And even then I was like going in that place. Like they're listening to their peers. They see everything Mm -hmm. on the internet. So it's just like where I usually could talk to them or like give them a look. Like it's not going because you got so many kids out there disrespecting their parents and going up. I seen a nigga slap the shit out of their mama. I'm like, whoa, like you get what I'm saying? Like if my kids see that shit and try to slap the shit out of me, what the fuck gonna happen to my kid? I don't gotta say it, Jason. What's gonna happen to my kid? What the fuck is gonna happen to my kid if they try to slap the shit out of me, Jason? You'll be in jail. Like I don't know what to do. Yeah. And I'm honest, I don't know what to do. Like. So when your kid took the edibles to school and all the kids got high and went to the hospital, did you get blamed for it? Let me tell you how God worked. None of the kids had a, a bad, it was a barrier. It was bad. They was throwing up and things of that nature. Of course, they doing like high shit. They high. But it didn't. But that could have turned into lawsuits. That could have turned into a lot of things for me. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think the biggest part of this and what even my kids don't even understand, like, I'm a human and I could very well hold, I had to uproot my whole life and move to California because I got 10 years probation. You understand me? And I know I can't do it in Atlanta. So I just said, you know what? I'm just going to move. I didn't know a soul out here. 
Mm-hmm. Not, I didn't have no oh, you live family in LA now? so far. I lived in LA for three, four years. Oh. But my primary house now is in Miami. Mm-hmm. I switched it up. You know, I had a condo out there, the house out here. So now I switch it up. The house is out there in, in the condo out here. But it was just like I had to really leave Atlanta because you know how like sh- like crazy they are. Like they play petty games. You could be driving, get pulled over. You're, you're going to jail about everything. That's first. So I knew I would not be able to complete probation successfully there. So I had to leave my whole life mm. and just start over about my kids. Mm. Okay, so when she took it to school and all that happened, what, did the people blame you for I mean, of course, anything that happens with your name well, attached, you get blamed. Well, they didn't. That's why I was so happy because that was kind of quiet. It was like they were okay. I went and I had a conversation when they understood it was a mistake. I told them, like, we just came off the plane. She picked up candy. She didn't know. But I, in my heart, knew that she knew mm. because she was telling them, like, we're going to get hard. <laughs> What was your conversation? No, no, no. I'm not well, laughing. No, it's a, it's a 13 year old. I mean, 13 year olds doing bad they 13 year olds. What was your conversation with her after the fact? Like, what lesson did she get you from know that? You what I told her? What? I really showed her, like, visuals of people that get high. And I showed her, like, how she's going to look. And I showed her, like, death. I showed her people dying on their first time trying something. Mm-hmm. I showed her. That's when Google was my best friend. I show her people dying the first time they ever tried drugs. That's why kids, where's, where's the camera? Hey, listen, it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Drugs, it's one of those things where you can't even determine who you're going to be to determine how you're going to react to the shit. You don't even know what it's going to make you feel like. And then addiction that's the highest sport of it. When you become addicted to this now drug because of whatever it may, if you survive, if you do survive, and now you're addicted, all of it is a problem. Like all of it is just really fucked up. Mm-hmm. There's no win in using, it's no win in like a temporary fix or none of that. Like it's been a lot of times I wanted to feel numb. Like the day that we was originally supposed to film, the tw- like, I wanted to be, I want to be numb every day of that. I lost somebody. You get what I'm saying? And it's just like, I don't want to feel it. Mm-hmm. And I want to vibe and I don't want to think about the things that makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. I get it. But guess what? It brings more problems than it could ever fix anything. Like, it, it can never fix anything, any type of drug use. It hurts me the most to, like, have the accusations of a drug that I never even tried. Mm -hmm. That hurts me the most because I have like family, you know what I'm saying? My mom sold drugs, my dad sold drugs. My uncle, I remember coming from my stepmom's house and coming home like, "Eh, she got me this, she got me that. And I remember like, everybody was like going, everybody crying, my mom crying, everything. I'm like, what's going on? So I go upstairs, my uncle is on the toilet Leaning, bro. He's fucking leaning. He got a needle in his arm. And he was like damn near dying. They called him the police. But my uncle, we already knew that he had AIDS. He had AIDS. He caught it from sharing needles in in jail. You know what I'm saying? And I just grew up up around just like drugs the whole time. That's why ultimately I would never want to be like, of course we kids, we gonna laugh and we gonna joke at our uncle like, how you make a sandwich? That nigga's crackhead. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I'm not finna do that shit. You feel me? 
But he was dying, and my mom was crying because my little brother, in the midst of all of this, he dying. My little brother, Yanni, he had um, used his toothbrush. This one we totally ignorant about, like, HIV and AIDS. This is when it's new. This is in the 90s. So we're ignorant about, like, how could you get it? So she's crying because she think, like, now my brother got AIDS. So everybody in the house, this shit silent. I just came home from the greatest weekend ever. And these motherfuckers in here got nigga on the toilet, Uncle Bob with the needle on his arm. My brother done used his toothbrush now. They think he got AIDS because the blood, if he, uh, it's just. And how old were you at the time? Young as fuck. I was probably like, what, 10? Mm. 10. So it's just like, man. That shit's so weak to me. If anything, Griselda. I ain't never finna do no... You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I just... I think it's just so... But this is interesting as you're talking because I think about my mother who used to be on heroin and she was on drugs with the needles and I... Why they always on the toilet, Jason? Well, she wasn't on the toilet. She was in her bed in the motel room after we had got evicted. But let me ask you this question real quick because those of us who grew up seeing stuff like that, watching my mom on cocaine, eventually crack, heroin, all that we do end up drinking and not seeing alcohol as a drug. I never even thought of alcohol as a drug because what you just said, I used to say, and, and I really I hope people- look like wait, them. They I, show you what not I to hope do. really people really caught what she said because all of us who grew up in trauma, looking at people doing those drugs, mm-hmm. say, I never want to be like you. Yep. <laughs> Don't want to do heroin, won't touch cocaine. People try to push cocaine on me in Hollywood for mm-hmm. the last 20 years. I just will never do it. But alcohol, I was drinking, 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 drinking. And when I said earlier about the belligerent drunk, all of that consumption came out of watching me get my brother, my brother getting murdered. And that was so traumatic that my way of numbing it was yeah. just be drunk. Now just I was I could still go to work, I could still go to church, I could still dress and look good, but I but had to be. But you ain't gonna have those feelings that make you hurt every day and make you cry every day. Yeah. And was that what alcohol was for you? Yeah. And it was like um that's when my my mom did, like, she was a wine, brass monkey, all of the shit. Man, Not brass Shevitz. monkey. Man you Shevitz. say Thunderbird and Night Train. We yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, that's what I seen, but I knew you wasn't supposed to do drugs. Right. I knew that. Because like, nobody ever really told us that liquor was bad. No, never. Right? And Not every- even Jesus. <laughs> say something. Didn't Jesus turn something into wine? Jesus told, he turned a fish into... <laughs> He fed all the motherfuckers all one fish and some bread, and he gave their asses some wine. <laughs> Not Gatorade. You had a whole ocean of water. Jesus said, sip some wine. But we're not blaming alcoholism on Jesus, though. I'm not blaming alcoholism, but I say he ain't see a problem with it. Right. But that, that <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But now, if Jesus knew about cocaine, crack, meth, and heroin, it would have been in the Bible as don't do's. But the wine would have still been a part of the it Last Supper. It would have been green check. So, yeah. It took that me years. Out. It took me years. I will almost even say it took me to this last year to acknowledge that liquor was a drug for me. That like all the years I said I didn't want to be like my mom, mm-hmm. and in many ways success and all that, mm-hmm. I was more successful. Than her. I had become just like her, but with a different type of drug, which was liquor. I want when you say like, like you really had like a glow in your eyes when you said that like I was more successful than her, like. No, Is not- it ever like a competition like with a mom and a child as to like when you be like, I don't want to do what they doing so much to the part. Like, 
I'm better than you or so much to the point like I want you to be proud. Yeah, no, it was like, never it was never either. It was never I want you to be proud. I never did anything because I wanted my mother to be proud. Yeah. I didn't care about that. I never you did. You didn't care about it? Before? No, no, no. Because I've always done everything for me. Everything I'm doing is for me. And it was never about wanting to be better. What I'm saying is I had a more successful run in life. Yeah. Than she did because she did those hard drugs that really ruined her life and ruined our life. Yeah. But I had so many setbacks in life. So it's like, of I'm alcohol. gonna show you this could be done without ruining somebody. But I was still shit. ruining my life with alcohol. Yeah, because you and, didn't even know. It's like, yeah. Because I was numb. I didn't numb the feelings, yep. numb it. And if you told me anything, so that's what I'm asking. Did you ever have a time during your life where you said liquor is that drug that I'm not? that I don't want to do like my mother did or that somebody at my uncle did or whatever? Um, I guess that's where I fall short because no. I, I I knew what it made me feel like. Like sometimes I'm like, I'm really shy too. And like, um, if I don't know you, like I'm not like the girl at the party that's just like, oh, all the time. So like, if I'm not like, you know, taking my whatever to like feel okay, my Chardonnay, then I'm probably gonna be quiet in the mm -hmm. corner. Like I, I don't, I ain't never been like that. Like mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it does take the edge off. So you look good, by the way. I don't. Thank you. <laughs> just want to say that, not just in person, but online. I've been looking at, thank you know, you. catching up on everything. You look great. I feel like I've been slacking though. I need to get back on my shit. Like I've been really trying to work on, like, what I'm gonna leave here, Jason. Like it's just like, I want to stand for more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to do something that matters and. Like, I know I'm a leader, I always have been. It's just like, I just, they just got the smallest part of it. Like, mm -hmm. like they don't even know me for real. Like, they got the smallest and like they're running and they're tarnishing that. So like, I really feel like I gotta, yeah. So when you first did the reality show, what was your intention in getting out in the public? Cause you led a private life, you had your Challenges in the past. We saw all the mug shots from before. We all have one somewhere. Hopefully, y'all never get mine. Yeah. But but when you did the reality show, what was the intention in doing and in going and becoming Tommy Lee, having that public platform? What was the intention? I didn't have to come become Tommy Lee. I was already myself, and the intentions was just to get some money ultimately, um, legally. It was like to legally get some money because um, I was like in the streets and I was you know doing I was scamming and doing stuff like that. So it was just like to like, I want to do something, just like I'm saying now, now that I got this far, I want to do it on another level where I can like, now, if it wasn't for Tommy, I wouldn't have, that's the conversations I wanted. Like she helped me change my life and that like the city council shit with you. Like yeah. it wasn't um, nothing more but like getting it back. Cause like originally, y'all don't know this, <laughs> but um, me and Scrat wasn't together. Like I used to hustle with his mom. And she was like, uh, guess what, bitch? Because I had been telling her, I said, we should get on the game. Not everything, but we should tell them something where we could do a show. I always wanted to do a show. I always wanted to be on TV, all this shit. I was like, we should do a show. Just tell them how I go. Like, we'll give them the game. And then we'll, you get what I'm saying? I was like, we could get paid off of it. I'm looking at all the reality shows, like, Flavor Love. It was like all of that. Like, the um, MTV shit. It was like a lot of reality TV shit going on. So I'm telling her, we should do that. And she like, Bitch, you the police. <laughs> what? I'm the police. Like, I just wanted to do that. So she then, we just had this conversation at Roscoe's in LA. The next week, I kid you not, she called me. Guess what? I said, what? She was like, 
VH1 done called the boys. They want the boys to be on the show. Scrap sending me all of these hoes. And she was, he was like, Ma, which one should I pick? And she said, I told that nigga none of them. You know how KK talk. <laughs> so she was like, I told him none of them. I got the perfect bitch for you. And we sat down. We had a meeting. And that's how it went. But I was in a relationship. I was in a whole relationship with my African. And well, I told where do him. All, wait, where do all the people in Atlanta find Africans? Well, mines came from Africa. <laughs> but, like, the Africans moved there, of course. The Africans um, moved to Atlanta. Like, it, it used to be easy back in the days to, like, you know, hit licks in Atlanta. <laughs> and the bitches was easy. So, you get what I'm saying? But I think they, the Africans kind of know now, like, um, American bitches is nothing like African bitches. African bitches going to rub your feet, suck your ass, do everything with a smile on their face. American bitches just want... Money on. They want cash out, cash out, cash out, and it's not really genuine with them. So it's a big difference. But like a lot of Africans move to Atlanta just because cheap, the bitches. You get what I'm saying? Do the Africans in Atlanta be at the strip clubs? It was easy to scam. Do they be at the strip clubs? Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. The lit ones. Wait, so before. You know, I used to talk to, um, what you call it? He was like a real good friend of mine, Portia husband, Simon. I call him Obido, but yeah, Simon. Yeah, he's so sweet too. We used to go to the games and all of that together, like before no, he's like now. So I'm like, he always been like against that. Cause like he worked with Jeezy real close, but he always been like against like the public shit. So I'm just like wondering. I, I, well, she quit the show, right? Yeah. So I was just like wondering, like, how's he gonna do this? Cause I know him like personally, like how's he gonna, that don't fit him. And, oh, and Simon got money? Yeah. Huh. Ah! No, no, I'm saying they had an amazing wedding. I don't know him. He's a nice guy. I've met yeah, him a couple times. And I love okay. Portia and I love them together. They look yeah. happy. I never had no doubts. Like, okay. everything was everything. So before <laughs> Love and Hip Hop, you were scamming? That was your job? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. scamming, there's levels. I'm from Northern California. So there's credit card scamming. There, I'm not going to ask you for it because, you know, I don't know statute limitations. Well, I'll just give you this. Nobody ever got hurt because of insurance. And then you think about it like Jason today, like if you want to burn this place down and get some Christmas money, nobody gonna be mad at you. You pay the insurance just in case all the time, but think about it. I'm paying this insurance just in case all the time. This is just free money I have to spend just in case something happens. So you run this motherfucker for about six years and then boom, light a fucking match and get you some money because what the fuck? What if nothing never happened? What? Nobody got time for that shit, man. Get the fuck out of here. No, nobody got time for that. If nothing never happened and I'm just paying you, paying you, paying you insurance, like, come on, man, you got to do a job. Well, most people that are scamming and doing things, people get mad. But I didn't do doing insurance it of, fraud, but I'm just giving an example. But they're doing it out of survival, right? Right. Not to, not to drive Rolls Royces, survival. At the time when you well, were doing your job. It's a thin line between survival and, like, these motherfuckers ain't finna keep playing with me. Like, you could be surviving and you could just feel like, hey, why do I have to keep paying insurance and ain't shit ever happening to me? Nobody can't even get up here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like that. Like, bitch, it's just like do a job one time and get a little bit of your money back. I don't know. I, I just saw some people think. So you go into Love and <laughs> Hip Hop, it's you scrap, then your mom comes into the show, then they start showing that relationship. That was a lot. I could tell I'm mom saying. started getting a little famous, so mom started really loving this spotlight. Mm-hmm. That then further complicates your relationship with her on camera. But how how are you guys now? Mm, mm, mm. 
I feel like these things only come up when it's a lot going on. And I really just don't want to dress because I've been like the coolest I've ever been with my mom mm. lately until like something happened. And I'm not blaming her or whatever, but like somebody used my name out here. I've never been to the hospital in, in California at all. I never had no reason. I had an um, abortion. I did. I did go have an abortion, but you know, that's paid for in cash. And that was just like on some clinic, personal things. So I don't know who used my name out here. And it's like $8,000. My credit score was like a 750. I was on my way. <laughs> and then somebody hit me with some fucking fraud and I don't know. So I was asking her about it, like as far as help. And like, we kind of got into it. I'm like, how can I find like who, don't nobody know me out here, but her and another scammer. I used to work with her too, like KK. Like I'm just a young girl, like boom, I get shit done. Because you know, the one bitch like me, cause you could dress, you savvy, you gonna sell them people all the time. So like the older people always fuck with me because yeah, like they, they never telling me no. So it's just her I know, and it's just my mom. So of course I'm gonna ask my mom, like yo, I'm, I'm really pissed off. Like I just think this shit on my credit and she um, automatically went into defense mode. Mind you, Jason, this is the most smoothest I've been with my mom. Like, she's venting to me. I'm helping her with stuff. Like, the thing with me and her is, I just feel like she kind of ungrateful sometimes. Like, about everything. Like, you did three years in um, prison, and I was there. You get what I'm saying? But, like, you'll get out and say that you... I don't know, like... Just people forget everything you did for them. The first no is like, it cancels out the thousands of yeses. The first no or whatever, like. And it's just like, I don't think people understand. Like, I be having issues too sometimes in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, I be having weights, hold up, you know, all of that. Like, it ain't coming, like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's like that for me. I have a lot going on, I have a lot to maintain, so, if I say like I can't do something or I don't do it, like, cause I'm, I'm just used to, everybody used to be just doing it. And it's never, but I'm now in this point in my life, I'm looking at it like, who checking on you? It's be motherfuckers could call me. Like I had a hairstylist, no lie. You probably did my hair every now and then. You, you from, you know what I'm saying? New York, you did my hair every now and then, but you call me about like $250. But in this point in my life where I'm feeling like you're not the first person, you're not the, like a lot of people have been calling me by favors, something about 2023, this shit done motherfucking drug huts silently. Like it's, it's, it's low, but it's like, it's been a lot for a lot of people. So it's just like, you feel like you could call me and I'm supposed to just like up you some money. No, never in a conversation you was like, how you doing? Nothing like, it's like, sis, I'm down bad, I need, uh, uh. And like a lot of people do that to me, including my mom. It's just like, when am I gonna be like thanked or or feel like appreciate what I appreciate it? Like, I don't mind. I don't mind doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind. No problem splitting cream with my team. Shit straight. Like, nah, fifteen. You know what I mean? Shout out to uh, Lil Kim. Shout out to Lil Kim. But like, it's just like I be going through so many shits. You see me on the internet, you know how I am personally. You know I don't like this shit. I don't like the blog shit. Mm -hmm. You don't ever just be like, sis, I know, you okay. That's all literally you gotta say is like, are you okay? You see them dragging me for this or that. Like you just said, like, I'm getting drugged. Like, I don't feel like, ah, yeah, I'm on the internet, ah. 
I don't feel like that because I'm getting drugged and nothing about me that's positive, they're not highlighting it. And I don't understand why. Why, Jason? <laughs> well, I think because we live in a world where people are just infatuated with negativity. I mean, it's the same with me. I just said recently, you're not going to post the $30,000 I just gave for these kids for Christmas. Hello. But as soon as I say somebody's illiterate, it's going to go viral every day because that's what people want to see. Do you think it's over for us? Do you think we have the opportunity, like, or, or the advantage to, like, really, like, change it? Because right now, I feel like the world is brainwashed. Mm -hmm. Like, I could literally see a comment or they could say a word. I think systematic was something. I think somebody said that, and it was like, okay, this is the new word. I did not see Will Smith. I did not see Cardi B. I did not see everybody using this word. And I'm just like, it's not new to my vocabulary, but it just was like, What's going on right now? Like you could see in the comments, one person say one thing and everybody follows up. Do you think it's the end for us? Or can we now, like since they're so brainwashed and they have no, a bitch will post a fucking meme. They will post a, um, a quote to determine how they feel. Nobody is speaking like how they really internally feel mm -hmm. because they don't even have the words. Like I feel like that's so fucking whack. Yeah. I mean, I think the I, is it over for us? I don't know. I think the culture is in critical condition because with cancel culture, people are not being their true authentic selves. And yeah. I also think that like the hashtag protect black women only only applies to the black women they like, not all black women, because I've never heard anybody say protect Tommy. But they'll say protect this one, this one, this one. And I, and I get it. I want to go back to the thing that we talked about earlier. Where we, we said that, you know, we looked at drugs, the cocaines and the uh, heroines and all that is the bad drugs. Mm. When you got arrested in Miami, I know you reached out to me immediately because yeah, you were pissed yeah. that this narrative I'm was being tired. built that you were um, arrested for possession of cocaine. Yeah. What actually happened? Because I didn't even talk to you on the phone in detail about it. What happened? I was at a restaurant and it came with situations it was like me and all my boys and we're just eating and everything, but it was hot as fuck in there. So it was a fan. So the fan was turned on one section of people and we were hot, but the people had now left. So I was like, can we get the fan? So um, they kept blowing me off about the fan, like the, the one particular guy. And I'm just like, yo, I feel disrespectful and I'm out. That was really a moment where I was finna down and dash. I was finna say, fuck y'all, I ain't paying shit. Like if I gotta be in here hot, sweating and y'all mistreat me, fuck you, fuck you nigga. So I left, you get what I'm saying? So everybody coming out behind me. Then boom, here go the police. So I'm just like, where the manager? Because I the asked The police for come him because you were leaving, because they, they thought it was a dining dash because you were leaving. Yeah, I wanted to go to my car. I didn't want to no longer sit. I didn't want to eat. I didn't want to chat. I didn't want nothing. I want to get the fuck out of here. So I said, with a manager two times. They never brought me the manager. And he wouldn't just sit. I turned the fan on us to like, I don't want conversation. I turned the fan on us. This man comes and turned the fan back on the section where there's no people. So I felt tried. So now I'm I'm leaving. So when I go out to leave, okay, of course they call the police or whatever. The police come over there laughing, giddy. I had this happen to me before in Atlanta. The police come over there, um, <laughs> Tommy, da 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 this. And I was like, what's up? He was like, they need you to come back in. I say, I will. I'm not coming back in there, but tell the manager to come outside and speak to me. So he's laughing and like he's trying to make jokes. Damn near, I thought at one point he had a cell phone out, like about to make a video. Corny, a, a real police officer in Miami. So we walking back. This all I want is just like attention, my, my respect. Like, nigga, I'm paying money. Like, my tab is, is 1200 at this point. 
you get what I'm saying? Just on dinner and just a, a couple drinks. Like, I can't have a fan. So the manager, before the manager could get out, I'm sitting there with the police. He's saying stuff back and forth, like trying to like poke me. So I'm just like, um, yo, you really lame as hell. Like you whack as fuck. What are you doing? Like he like, let me make sure my camera on. Let me my like he wanted me to like go berserk. Like this, this is what y'all created. This this image that y'all created. Like I walk around every day on motherfucking just ignorant time, and I'm ready to just pop off. This is the image that y'all created to people that's you know. Stupid, mm -hmm. basically, and they want to see that. So he wanted to see me just like blow up or hit him or do some shit that's gonna send me to jail. So boom, I'm not doing it. I really want to be on, huh? Hillary Clinton, goddamn Michelle Obama time. What's up? You were gonna be Michelle Obama? Yeah, I wanted to stand. I wanted to talk to them, like I got some sense because that's how I move around. Because Michelle Obama said, when they go low, you gotta go high. Not I, cocaine I, I, high, I, I, but I not not cocaine yet. high, but high. Yeah, I, I'll be trying to go high, but I wind up, it's on the Going floor. to hell, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so basically, um, me and now me and him getting into it. So he like, um, turn around and um, put your hands behind your back. So he put me in the car. I'm like, what I do? He was like, disorderly. That was the first thing. Now I'm disorderly. So then they call a female officer. She's searching me, da -da -da -da, all of the shit. So I did... Um, not have cocaine at all. I had nothing. I had my friend's medication. But what does epilepsy medication look like? Because that's what I don't know is. what the fuck it is. But actually, if I'm being honest with you, because I hear myself sounding stupid because I'm trying to protect so many things, mm -hmm. I didn't want him to use that and what he showed me mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. So I took it from him at mm -hmm. the table. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nigga, you're not using this. But it was a pill. It was never coke. It was never no. You know the difference between coke. Stop course, playing games. So academics went so far as to uh, get the video camera, the police officer, and then he told me, you welcome. Welcome for what? That you in my business? And then you put it on your YouTube channel. Luckily that he did do that. I guess this is why I should be thankful. Mm -hmm. Because he did see that it's no cocaine. It's no nothing. It's not even mine. I took it from a friend. I didn't want him to. He was trying something else. He's going through a lot right now. Mm -hmm. And I understand what he's going through. I understand that he's self-medicating to motherfucking, you know, that's mm -hmm. what we are. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? That's what he was going through. So I took it from him. I'm like, nigga, you ain't finna do both. You get what I'm saying? All of this shit. So I took something from him. But he is, he does have epilepsy, uh, medication, all of that shit. I just took everything because he said he got something from somebody. He about to try it. He want to go up. And that's what happened. Mm. So me not even knowing, that's why I look so shocked in the video, like, the fuck I could got on me? I'm like, ah! And of course, you didn't throw your friend under the bus. No, but I did say, bitch, it's your epilepsy. I don't know what the fuck it is. Bitch, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't mine. Of but, course, but, but I, like, I, it ain't no rat and shit, because I feel like it's something that he could have just kind of got back. But I would say, I know that when you got out, you called and... It was, it was the most genuine phone call because you were genuinely pissed mm -hmm. that this narrative was being formed about you. And I felt it because I know how easy it is for somebody to just throw something on somebody. Yeah. But you were pissed. And I felt like like I needed to talk to somebody. I, I need to start talking mm -hmm. because if I don't, this shit is just going to spiral out of control. Well, if you I don't talk, then it's everybody else's narrative about you out there than your own. Because you got right. your voice. That's the most powerful thing about Tommy that you got is you. But they told me don't use it. And they told me be like silent and the shit going to go away. But it's not going away. Who's there? Your team? 
it ain't never gonna go away the internet. <laughs> it's the internet. Because like you said, one person said, another person said, another person. By the time it gets to that tenth person, it's a whole other it's, thing. Yep. And has and a then whole once it started, yeah. You're right. But okay, so I feel like you're getting the hang of it because I'm trying to Well, you're in the hang of it now because I think right now what my friend said at dinner was Tommy owns the internet. No. That's I what they said. No, I don't want a responsibility that is too big of a No. <laughs> okay. How did you end up on a date with JR? Cause I don't understand that. Okay, so um um So for those wait, let me set it up. For starters. Tamar went on a show called Queen's Court. She met a guy named JR. They became a couple. They then broke up. She then said JR wasn't shit and a cloud chaser. And then Tamar got robbed and he wasn't there for her. Allegedly kicked her out on the day. That it happened, and then he ended up on a date with you. How? Well, all I said was, you, well, first of all, people sending me all of this shit I should do. Like, my fans, my supporters, they be, like, really in tune with the shit. Like, nah, bitch, you need to go fuck with that that ex-fiance uh, that she had that she broke up with. He's single now, sis. So I was like, huh. Because the fight, huh. because you all had, because you. Because she came at me crazy. First of all, let me tell you. I'm not a huge Tamar fan, and I'm not like being messy when I say this. Only song I really love was her and Future. I don't know much about her. Tony Braxton is another motherfucking topic, and that's the only Braxton that I acknowledge, and I still love her music. So Tamar, me and Perez was wind up on the same flight. He's a friend of hers. He's like, I'm going to Tamar house. Da da da. Wind up, he he Facetime me at her house, and she was just like, Come over to dinner. She was cooking all of the shit. So we're on FaceTime. I'm like, send me the address. Turns out I live 10 minutes away at the time because right now I heard she's homeless and she'd be like back up to her mom's house. So we know the whole JR Tamar relationship. And before we get into how you entered it, let's back up and set this up to where we get in chronological order because at this point you've destroyed the internet by addressing your beef and <laughs> the outcome of this interaction with her and, and JR. Tamar had a show here in LA. She was on tour. She invited Krishana. Was she? Yes, she had. She invited Krishana, who's a friend of the show. Krishan Rock went to the show, and then there was a whole falling out between Krishan, Tamar, Tamar's team. Every member on Tamar's team commented online, it was bad. dragging Krishan. They alleged she punched one of the guys. And and I talked to Krishan and Tamar, trying to piece it up, but yeah. it, it seemed like it was just a messy internet clout thing. Yeah. And I talked about it on my podcast that it seemed like it was for clout because Krishan got the clout. Um, you then chimed in, and you stood in support of Krishan, saying that you felt it was I didn't clout, right? Mean it into like I didn't mean it as like supporting Krishan or anything like that. At that point in my life, where I, my stance was, why in the fuck do y'all make it like something is so so bad when y'all wouldn't even acknowledge this shit if this shit didn't happen? So stop dragging the girl and dragging the situation and the choice that the girl made when. This is entertainment to y'all, right? So that was like my stance. That's what I meant. Maybe I didn't type it correctly, or maybe I didn't word it right. But that's what I meant. But you stood for it was you not stood shady. Up for no. Yeah, both. Okay. I feel like it was both of them. Like stop, mm -hmm. like stop acting like it's the worst thing in the world when clearly y'all wouldn't even be talking about this if it didn't. You get what I'm saying? Y'all wouldn't be talking about her tour. Y'all wouldn't be talking about this show if this didn't happen. Was I wrong for saying that? What? Whether you were right or wrong, that was your opinion. Exactly. Yeah. Like the 35,000 other opinions. 
Why would this blogger now go and take my opinion, highlight it over there because you wanted to create mess and drama and keep your, you get what I'm saying? Whatever your traction going on your page, which I think is whack. So when he did that, she came back saying, um, oh, crackhead. I don't, I don't know her exact words, but it was just like, wow. Like you will sit up here and praise the, the person who you say knocked your people teeth out, but you will go on here and motherfucking apologize to them. My one comment out of 35,000 moved you so much to try to say something that was ultimately an internet rumor. And it's been because I did a fucking show with a bunch of fucking kids and weirdos who just make up shit off the top of their head. You will go and say, like, I'm a, oh, I'm a crackhead, don't mention nothing to me, da 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 da. That wasn't cute to me. So, you know, my thing is this if I'm that and I'm all of that, I just wanted to show, sis, like, I could be right in the same room with the nigga who just left you. And I could really, if I really wanted to take this serious, this is just like a warning shot. Like, don't play with me, bitch. Let me show you how much. You think I'm a crackhead, bitch? I'm going to be sitting right here with your nigga. Corsair anywhere. And the thing about him, he caught astray because I wasn't going to handle him like that. Wait, before we he get... He ultimately... Wait, because there's a lot. We want to break it down. So... So Tommy, going back and forth with Tamar, she said she's not going to fight with an uh, unemployed reality star that gets paid twenty five hundred dollars. That gets paid twenty five hundred an episode to to do whatever. <clears throat> and yeah. she also then alleged that you did cocaine in that post, which we clearly hear why you, how you feel about people I've who never, throw these. I've never been in the same room with this woman. But so I'm saying to you clear, that I did cocaine. But I'm saying you crazy. clearly have said in this episode like how you feel when people throw that on you. Strong. Then you started going back and forth with her. And then you slid in her man's DMs to get him to go on the date. How did, how did that go down? I slid. I walked over there very gracefully in my motherfucking Louboutin pumps. And I was like, you sure can wear too. <laughs> and he was like, the next few sentences was, I would like to take you to dinner. I would like to da 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 I didn't ask for that. I ain't do no more than that, and I can show you, and I have the proof. I didn't do no more than motherfucking that, and that nigga was wide open. Why? It wasn't about me either. Something is going on in their relationship where he felt like he wanted to get back. I feel like he's a cloud chaser a little bit because everything, the whole conversation was his book. He's in Jamaica. He's writing his book, 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 and just the way that you play with her is the way that you talked about her. It made me feel like even more empathy towards her situation more than what the fuck he got going When on. you guys were at the game? No, when we were on a, our first phone your call first phone and you're call. telling me all of her business. What was he like, saying? He was like, um, yeah, she lives with her mom. He was like, I, I put her out. He was like, uh, yeah, I left her. She's been calling me for weeks and weeks. Damn, where's my other phone? I have the whole, the voice memo like I recorded him because all in all, my taking this is just... You recorded the whole conversation? Mm-hmm. I did. I had to. To protect myself. He's a lawyer. And, you know, he, he seemed pretty shady. So I felt like I need to record this so I could dissect it more later. Because I just didn't feel comfortable about anything of it once he started telling me so much of this girl's business. And I wanted to really check myself and make sure I'm not telling him any of mine. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because I see how you could go. And then you took, then you guys went to the game. You posted the video of you guys courtside at the game. I did post it, but you want to know why? First, I was going to treat him like a normal person because he asked me. He was like, let me ask you this. 
what brought you to my page? I was like, I'm not going to lie. I was being messy because, like, you know what I'm saying? I had a situation with your people, and I just, you know what I'm saying? I never thought that you was going to ask me on a date or anything like that. But now, talking to you, I feel like you're a real person, and I don't even want to go that route. We could really just, like, see what this going to be. And he was like, damn, that's real. Like, we should do that, da 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 And he just was just keep trying to fly me out there, and he was just like, um... I was like, he was like, it's gonna be private. He was like, I'm a super private person. I got, I know all these um, restaurant owners in Atlanta. I'm gonna just get us a private, 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 right? The day before I fly out, he tells me, he sends me tickets. So I'm like, huh? Private, but you want Tommy Lee to go sit on the floor at the Hawks game. That's not private. So that let me know, like, yeah, this ain't, just go with my move. Play this shit, like, and get that whole slap, like, uh-uh, mama, uh-uh. The crackhead could be right, like, I could play with you in your real life if I want to, but I'm not, because I'm not interested for real like that. So I just went with my move. Now, it's fuck you because you're trying to play me now. I don't like that. The guy. Yes. Yeah. You tell me it's going to be private, it's going to be at some But courtside where all the cameras are. In Atlanta, where she lives. You're doing the map, Jason. And they know we, the blogs, wait right there. You're doing the map, Jason. Do it make sense? It didn't is that add, private? It doesn't add up. Is that private? This is getting good. And you know what I love? How you're telling it because I, I hate how you always get the hit. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker playing the game. You just played it better. Yeah, I played it this with one him. This one you won, though. Because he was him. with it. Like, yeah. bro, once I seen that, no, I'm like, he I'm wasn't even with it. Once he saw the opportunity. Yes. Because he knew what it was going to yes. be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And that's why I want to make sure I say that. Yeah. Yes. Like, get out of here. And I'm glad that you're using your voice, too. I'm trying. I'm scared. They're going to take me out, huh? No, I'm not going to let that happen. Please, Jason, because I don't mean nobody. Oh, I'm just tired. My friend was like, Tommy, always the end. I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying. Like, I just don't want. Like, let's. here's a fact for your chat. I don't want to keep on with this fake ass shit. No, so when you see that I love, and this is the great part, right? This is why I'm telling you you're smart. When you see that now you're going to be played, mm-hmm. you're like, let's play it, but let's I'm going to play it at my advantage. Right. So you take the v- video. The video goes viral. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is more viral than any video of them together. Right. <laughs> so he got the Jesus press Christ. he wanted. He got it. Yeah, you got it. But you- they shaded your ass. I learned a lot about you through those fucking comments. Oh, they say, not the Louis jacket again. Oh, he got five kids. I didn't know any of that because I didn't care. Like, that wasn't my angle. It yeah. wasn't like to that really was just, that was, take your man. Like, girl, I don't want, like, I that don't That was want- just to show. Yeah. Checkmate. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> you do the show. Now, did he eat your ass before that or after? Oh, after the show, it goes it goes crazier. So after the, after the game. After the game. He now takes me to a hookah spot. Ratchet! Real ratchet. So I'm like, oh, this nigga with all the fuck shit. But him to me and I to him is like, oh, we're not on that. We're not on that. Bitch, you're doing that. You took me to this lit. It's it's us. It's culture. Hookah shop. So I'm just like, all right, we vibe and smoke a hookah. So I take a meeting. And then I sold like 10 packs too, because you know I got my own strand of weed. So like it was a good, a free trip to Atlanta and I made me some bread like doing my other shit. You get what I'm saying? So it was cool. But we go there and it was just like I seen like who he is and I'm just kind of confused as to how she don't see it. I actually feel sorry, because really for real, for real, 
Miss Girl, we don't have no beef. You know that. So if I catch some things, bitch, I'll give you, you get what I'm saying, a tip, because I don't want you to look stupid either because I know you don't dislike me. You're upset about something else that had nothing to do with me. You misread it wrong. You probably got punks in your ear telling you X, Y, Z. You will never be a friend of mine, but at the same time, you got to know I don't care about the situation enough to be like, you get what I'm saying? So wait, over here really angry. Quick. Was this Tommy Lee shit? Is this Tommy Lee shit we're this talking about? This is Tommy shit for real. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Cause I'm for I'm for my my girls. Yeah. First. And honestly, if you look at you could look at this two ways, right? Yeah. You actually showing her like I'm helping you out. Yeah. Huh? I'm letting you see what you got. Yeah, cause I know he over that line and playing. Like you get what I'm saying? Like bitch, this is the real wait, raw. So you go the hook. How would I know this? Wait. How would I know that you live with your mom? How would I know? That he kicked you out. How would I know all of this? How would I know that the man went so far as to say, oh, why does she um, why does she not say her name? I was like, she didn't even say my name. I really shouldn't slick even respond to it. So he was like, she didn't say her name because this is how she do. Well, I didn't say her name, so I wasn't talking about like he was like, that's how she moves. Like he done like ran it down, like he wanted to. Oh, he's he telling her a playbook? Yes. When he solely started telling me all of this shit about you, I'm just like, damn, this is really fucked up. Like, sis endangered. And this is why I don't date, like, celebrity men. Or, like, I'm very, like, who I've always known type of shit. Because shit get messy. It get messy. Why you telling that girl business like that? I don't know her. And we shouldn't even be talking about that. Then every other thing was him hitting my phone like, oh, you see this? And you see, like, he's really, like, in tune with the internet. Mm. I got, listen. You're like, you seen what they just, like, what? Bro, I'm straight. I don't like a nigga that's messy and keep telling me about what's happening on the internet. Like, what's up? So let me ask you, after the hookah lounge, after the basketball game. He seen me, um, had him in my phone as J.R. Tamar nigga too. And he was like, oh, so you really on? Yes, nigga, you're always going to be her nigga because you could never be mine. He you seen that. Saved as oh, Jason, chill out. You don't even know this nigga got having shit that I like young and fun and niggas like that. Like, just going to keep me motherfucking high and happy. When I say high, Not I mean like... high. I mean like aura. Yes, yes. I mean like energy. Yes. Like, I don't like no nigga that's finna have an MRI and break their legs. Um, After I run you a bath water, like me, I'm very like romantic, sensual. So he came over to the room. Of course, I had... um. I had a chaser in the building, like a dream chaser. He was finna buy some packs off me. I sell weed too. I have a strand. So he was buying the packs, so we all in the room together. But after he left, I ran JR a nice bath. You get what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, no. And you know that smell and all that stuff. So I ain't even wanna partake in whatever the fuck I was gonna do, but I'll never fuck. Me, I'm very stingy with it. You gotta show me. So Wait, is this after I you ran paid him for the bath. room with his points? Yep, after he paid for the room. How did I know that? It's because when I came to the hotel, boom, I go to check in. Like he said, oh, just put your, your name, da, da, da. Then she like, okay, it's going to be X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh, no, this room's been paid for. She was like, oh, no, I see here. It's half points, Tommy, you know. Because they know me at the water because it's just like, it's just like, no. Wait, but were you point shaming? I'm not point shaming. I'm just like tax shaming. <laughs> it was tasteless. <laughs> Tact, T-A-C-T, y'all get into it. I'm, I'm like, it wasn't intact and it wasn't smooth how I like it. Right. You get what I'm saying? It, was, it wasn't it was smooth, so that kind of irritated me as well. Wait, his name, her na his name in your phone is J.R. Tamar it's Nigga? It's J.R. Tamar Nigga. And, this, and then he said he had to have an MRI and bitch, I lost it. 
I lost it. It's just too much. And like, I'm not ageism. I'm not doing none of that. It was just like, this is not my speed. Wait, so you let him eat your ass? From the rooter to the tutor. <laughs> what? I was kind of drunk, so it was cool. I would say this, like, um, he did. He did try to stick the tip in or whatever, but I wasn't going. So I did reach down there and then just gave it a little, you know, a little stroke, just the center. And then I was just like, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's too soon. What what baffles me is like women like, oh, we know he's like y'all never got oral sex and and didn't have to fuck. Right. That's what. Have you? Yeah, well, I don't get fucked, but yes, I, I, it's ways out yeah, of this shit. You don't shit have to do. You don't. You're not obligated to eat the whole meal when you get in the room. No, yeah. it might be for a second. You might can't bust no nut or whatever, but you like you could. Uh, uh but no. Yeah. No. No. Is he black uh -huh. below the belt? He got some dick on. Okay. So this is how you know she's telling the truth because she could have threw him all the way under the bus. Yeah. He got some dick on. Do you think Tamar is dickmatized? Do you think that's what makes. I don't think she's dickmatized. I think she needs help. She ain't looking for love. She ain't looking for help. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I'm, Tamar, she you used to like, being married, so yeah. she used to a man like being a man and probably providing for her. If he was that, I don't know the situation at all, but I know women like that. Like, you, you want. You know. Yeah, I like Tamar. Tamar is a friend. I think the thing that made me the most disappointed was when Tamar went with him to the game and did After, the video. wait. That, and then he invited me to that same game, but I had to work, babe. And then you stopped your tour. Your tour. Your sold-out tour stopped for you to go to a game. Everything is so contradicting. Don't you think? How did the tour stop? Beyonce would never do no shit like that. Here, here's, here's a go right here. Like, you stopped the tour to go to a game to entertain little old crackhead me, allegedly? Be for real. Be for real. Saints game. It was the Saints and what you call That's a big rivalry game for everybody who don't know. But then he, but, but, and yeah. you, you said that he told you Tamar's tour wasn't sold out? Yes, he did. And he was like, uh, between me and you, his exact words, between me and you, the tour ain't sold out. She does shit like that. He was like, the problem with her is she's too messy and too drama filled and like that's why why she's in the position she always is he's like if you notice she always creates something around when she has a tour or when she has a show he's like she always creates drama because that's what sells for her he was like it's always going to be something he was like if it wasn't me it would have been something else and he was like that's what the Krishan shit and all that he was like that's her audience mm -hmm. basically I don't know. I don't give a fuck. And so when so when you saw him pop up on the video at the game with her, what did you think? Nothing. I felt ashamed. I felt ultimately ashamed for her because now he's playing you because he can never play me. That that's never been no attachments. I'm a, I was single at that point. I was on a break with my real relationship, um, and he was single. Mm -hmm. So y'all can't fault me for being a single woman on a date. Mm -hmm. But you now going to the game that I turned down because I had to work and you were supposed to be on tour, it's corny. And to make, like, it was corny because she made it a thing. You made it a thing like, I'm back with my, like, that man ain't shit. So, so you're over it. You're over it. They're together. They're rumored to be engaged. I never um, was on it. May get married. For you, it was a moment. For him, it was a moment. But now she's with him who is pillow talking. 
and who embarrassed her publicly and is now back over there still getting the clout that you feel like he's been chasing with you and her and everybody else? Jason, when I tell you them people got it, like I never was on it. It was just the mere fact that you tried me and you called me something that I'm not. So since you say that, let me show you, like, you get what I'm saying? Let, let me do my shit and show you, like, bitch, I could really play with you if I want to. And I could be right here with your nigga and I could do, you get what I'm saying? If I would have took JR serious, he probably wouldn't have been. But, like, that's not my speed. It's not, no, like, and I hate how the internet is making it, like, oh, y'all fighting over, it's not a fight. It's not a fight. Right. It was a date. Y'all are doing all of this. It was just a date. Mm -hmm. But now it's a wrap. Hopefully. It was nasty. It was malicious. It was just like, because like I didn't deserve that. Yeah. I don't feel like I deserve you to talk about it. You don't know me. You never sat with me. You get what I'm saying? We've never been around each other I, at all. I was so surprised to see Tamar, even after too. the game and all that, I to go on her, no, on her show. In the middle I of a concert. a lot of respect. And the dress and the hair. It's just like gave a woman in distress, really. I almost wanted to I'm not commenting on her hair squad. and her dress. I'm talking about, I'm surprised Tamar actually but said that But you did want to like center glam a little bit. Don't. No. I don't, you don't got to do it. I don't even, I, don't, I remember the color of the dress. I don't remember the wig. I don't. Because you've wanted to forget it. It's only because you wanted to. Moving right along. Um, you wanted to forget it. Moving right along. I got to ask you something, though. Chris Brown, you know we're you were going back. we're going back. This year has been a lot. <laughs> it's been Would a lot. Would you agree? It's been a lot for me. It's been a lot. I love Chris Brown. You made the comments about his son. His son is cute. He's so cute. But so let me tell you this. Let, wait, wait. Let me set this up before we get to it because right. I just want to give you a chance to clear everything up. I love Tommy, and oh by the way, Sky loves you too. Sky will never let Sky fly, mm -hmm. fly to Sky, our friend. Sky will never let you ever badmouth Tommy, question Tommy or anything in her presence. She holds you down privately as much as she does publicly. I want to say that because I think it's important. The most. Yeah. Okay, you were in London preparing for your big match against Natalie Nunn, the Zeus Network hold Floyd Mayweather fight. You said, <laughs> and this is what you said. Okay, so like in a live video, you said Tommy ain't do nothing but say it's a baby bitch and slam the door. Okay, now in that. I want you to set up exactly what happened, but what you said was, I don't give a fuck about no motherfucking baby. Fuck your baby. Fuck his daddy, too. The fuck, really? I ain't pressed about no motherfucking baby. Fuck him. All y'all look albino as fuck. Fuck y'all motherfuckers, bitch. That baby looked like Damn, she Damn, I said all that? A little something going on with him. I'm scared of the baby, bitch. Them eyes cock like a pistol, bitch. I don't care about that baby. Speaking about Chris Brown's son. Now, I will say, one of the rules over here in Hollywood a lot, we no do kids. not talk about no kids. No women, no children. I mean, no kids. But his son is, he's adorable to me. I don't want to even elaborate on that. Okay. It was just I was angry, and I wasn't saying, like, the son is ugly. I'm just saying, like, he got big eyes. Like, and, like he was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even about to play with no kids like that. Yeah. And that's not how I meant it. In that moment, I was very stressed out. High level of stress station with the network I was working with, everything that was going on. I was aggravated because I left that situation so it won't be anything. Those people stayed, they got in a fight. Jonathan, all of them, they got in a whole brawl over there and they wanted to blame me. Mm -hmm. And I was aggravated because you started it. You said, oh, y'all look, they're the baby. I'm just walking around. I was like, oh, the baby. And that was literally it. So to act like I was like fighting through to get to a baby, that was me. That sentence was me trying to stress the point. Like, this is how much I don't give a fuck about. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. A baby, I'm not about to attack a baby. Mm -hmm. Like, Did to just you know it was see Chris's a baby. baby? 
Yes, Jonathan uh, said it. He was uh, the first one who seen him. He was like, oh, they got the baby. We were at Chris Brown's show, and he says, oh, they got the baby. He right. tries to go in there, and right, I'm directly behind him. They slammed the door, and I'm like, oh. Ultimately, my team was like, Tommy, let's go. Because Jonathan now gets into it with the security, and we know it's about to be a Zeus mess, a good old Zeus bullshit. So I go to dinner. I'm at an overcoat. Lemmy calls me. He's mad. He's like, what happened, Tommy? And I'm like, I don't know. I left. I knew he wasn't going to be for real. I knew. I said, Lemmy, dead ass, I left. I'm gone. So he like, well, and then I find out later, Jonathan and fought for their security and all that. What warranted that? I didn't do that by saying hey to a baby. I didn't curse the mom out, none of that. And I'd like to, again, uh, publicly apologize if y'all took how I speak the wrong way. Like, it's not like that baby's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And when I say eyes cop like a pistol, it just mean like he got big. Oh, he looking like like scared. Like what the fuck going on too? Yeah. Oh, because all that energy was going yes. on. Yes, uh. like he looking like oh, and my mom like you can always fill up your mom, and she's slamming the door. You got this big man coming to like he just a little kid just trying to be a kid. So I'm just like, why would I go crazy about someone's baby? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why? Did you ever hear from Chris? I haven't, but um, what Lemmy was telling me was like. Chris said Tommy was just being Tommy. Like, I think he understands. Like, he lives right around the corner from me. I've been to his house. Like, I've never had no weird energy with him. And he knows ultimately, like, if somebody like me want to be disrespectful, it ain't going to be like, it ain't, it's not going to be that. Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't mean it like that. But at that time, I was going through so much. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? With them, with the spite shit, with that. Now y'all trying to blame me for something. It was just like, I was just, like, I'm keep being a blame mm -hmm. for every fucking thing that go on, even if I try to part ways and don't even. I'm at a restaurant, bro. How am I still the reason that this nigga got in a fight with four people? You initially went to them people's room and said, that's the baby. I wouldn't even knew the baby was there until you said it. And I was like, oh, the, that's literally all I said. Do you I think said. that's another instance of it's easy to shit on Tommy and throw something on Tommy? I definitely think that it heights, heightens the situation that where everybody's in. Mm -hmm. And like, for for Zeus who's on like streams and shit like that, like, oh yeah, we're gonna take any clip and highlight that like the whole motherfucking shit might not be as raw as what the fuck you think, but as long as we got this little motherfucker and we can show you this, that's gonna draw you to what we got going on, definitely. So, okay, now the next day you get into the match with Natalie Nunn. What made you decide to go into boxing? Was that just money? Period. Money, because I had no situation with her. Like, she actually, like, every day, I'm so obsessed with you. I love you. Let's go here. Let's go there. We had just got arrested. <laughs> when? I mean, not arrested, but we just got, um, how do you call like, it? Where when we police... missed that? It was here in L.A. Like, we was with her um, side nigga, her side nigga from Chicago, and he got pulled over because his tags wasn't right. Wait, Nelly has a side nigga? I think she got a couple of them. I be seeing a lot of niggas fucking on her, like, while we was... Working? Don't nobody know that? What? I think even her husband knows that. Side nigga, like they hang out or side nigga, no, like. No, like they fucking. Like I've seen him in the bed and I like, a, he's been like, you know what I'm saying? She playing with a pussy. I got videos of her. All of that. Like with him asking me to come join type shit. What do you mean? Jason, you know this. Stop playing games. <laughs> Stop playing fucking games with me, Jason. Tommy, first of all, I. This why I don't talk. This why. Everybody play green as fuck. Like, I'm just saying stuff. Off the top I mean, of the head. word is she got side niggas. 
I've never seen them. Okay, so I'm not lying. But you've seen them. I was with him. She brought me. She invited me. We went to the game with Lemmy. Um, you get what I'm saying? We went to the game. After that, was with some niggas. And we wanted to go out to a few spots or whatever. We're driving down and we get pulled over. So Is this like, an eyewitness account? I ain't got shit going on, so I ain't tripping. Get out the car! Get on the ground. They told me cross my legs and put my hands. I'm like, what this the was in how Hollywood. You do this? In Hollywood. Yeah, this shit is on TMZ, nigga. I missed this. Yeah, but that was her side, nigga. We woke up the next morning. She leave me with the rinky thing, homeboy. He think he finna get some pussy boy. Move around, lay over there. Like we had a ball that night. I ain't gonna lie, but like what we had husband? started having a lot of fun, and I looked at her different. Like, oh, all right, she cool. She she all right. But I knew she didn't want to fight because I have all the messages like, Tommy, I don't want to do this. Like, Lemmy and them, they just throw stuff on. I said, dead ass, this is so random. Like, why they can't just let it be Floyd? They just throw stuff on us and this is crazy. I don't want to fight you. I don't want to do this. I just want to be cute at the game and get the niggas. That was our whole tone. Where's her husband, Jacob, during all this? Babysitting. Nanny. I, my you knew that. Fell out. I, her man is fine, though. This is what I don't understand. He is. Mm. I wonder if he got some dick on me. He give me that. That he does? Yeah. He but then why, that. if you got the man with the dick and the baby and all that, why you want more dick? Bored. Probably. Like, just, you get what I'm saying? So you got in there, you Or a high sexual tension. Like, like some people have a higher sex drive. They, they just want to experience new things. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So when you guys were in the hotel with the side nigga, were they having sex? I went in a day room, but, um, oh, what I did see, like, it was another side nigga she was having sex with. The one that Lemmy hate, that she had to sneak around and not um, show him, him and Lemmy had fell out, and I did, I did get the sex tape of that. Like, I, I was, I should have had my camera out. But I, I'm a, when I'm a friend, I'm a friend. When I'm an enemy, I got to act like an enemy. When you say I'm your enemy, I got to act like an enemy. Wait, let me be hiding this. It was, what's that nigga name? Clark, Clarence, something like that. You know what I'm talking about? No. Start with a C, somebody. C he was, he used to be on a show, too, and everybody thought they was fucking. And then she was down player, down player, down player, but then they came the out. One, the, oh, the one from Bad Boys Club? Yeah. Wasn't they? I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. Yeah, so him. They was um in the room. Oh, whatever. Fuck, fucking the shit out of her. Ain't gonna lie, dog. I was like, wow. Bitch, you sure can't take a lot of dicks. Me, I, I, I be so... I'm like OCD. Wait, you saw it? So <laughs> why did I say it if I didn't see it? <laughs> this is a lot. Curtis. Curtis! That's him! <laughs> I got you said. Curtis, that's him. Yeah, it's Curtis been around. And she's like, if Lemmy points out. Oops. So when you fought, okay, she won. Fuck them hoes. They've been playing with me too much. She, and this she, ain't even my. She won that fight. Do you want a rematch? For what? Money, I don't know. She won a fight? The, the boxing match. Run the tape. Run the tape and show me. I, you know what's, what's crazy? I'm so fucking wild, dog. Uh, I went out there, I like laid down, cause I knew when I get up, I'm gonna beat the dog shit out of this bitch. I laid down on myself, like to make it like, I wanted to bring, me, I'm an entertainer. I wanted to bring, this in my mind, this is what I'm thinking. I'm finna lay down and make them think like I'm done. And this one, I'm really finna go the fuck crazy. You know what I did? What? It's over! <laughs>
Were you drunk during the fight? The fight was only two seconds. Were you drunk during the fight? I was, I couldn't possibly be drunk, but I did. My team did go get me a couple of shots and shit like that to like loosen up because I really was like saying backstage like I want her unresponsive, and it was like, no, Tommy, you need to chill out. You wanted to kill her? No, unresponsive. Like beat her down, knock her out. Like unresponsive for a minute. Like beat her the way Curtis did. Who's Curtis? Her side name. Oh, like beat the pussy. Ah! Yeah, beat that pussy. Ah! I hate you, Jason. He's so cute. It looking different. Wait, so, okay, so you, so would you rematch? What's the money like? What the paperwork like? The first one was, and they told me, keep quiet about this, 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 that, and they, you know how they do. Do you like Stunner Girl? Who? You. I don't know her. I don't know her. So from that last And one, even from what I've seen, like, it's just like still like, if that's who you are, I probably wouldn't like, you know what I'm saying, gravitate towards you. Like seeing how you was interacting with the other girls, I probably wouldn't. That's not like my class of girl. Like it's just, hmm. Now here's a moment that involved Tommy that I actually defended Tommy Why online. did you ask me that? Because y'all had the whole oh, moment. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Now here's a, there was a moment that happened with Tommy online that I actually stood with Tommy and believe a lot of you failed to do that. And this is when you were at a hotel and ran into the hotel worker at the front who went off and started cussing you out. Oh, in San Francisco. Hold on, hold on. Those of you that missed it, take a look. We do this every night. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll be with you. I'm not going to make you cute. My stuff is upstairs, so call the police as fast as you can. Please. So I can get Her stuff is upstairs. In the room. He said he's not doing it, so call the police as fast He's trying to hold her stuff captive. Her stuff is in the room. Right, her stuff is in the room. Your noise, I don't want to hear you unless your name is on the reservation. I'm not being loose. loose her name is on Okay, my name, my name is on the reservation. Yes. Okay. Only her was go with me. Okay. Hey, Max, I'll take her to the room. Show me the ID. Thank you. Give me the name of the reservation. What's the room number? Three, 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 two. Two. Too crazy. Listen, you ugly bitch. Don't talk to me like that. Who's okay? ugly? Oh, talk to me like all right, that. got Don't you. Don't call me a fucking coon. Don't okay. call me a coon. What's your name? Your mother. Right. Get out of my face. Let me see those When that happened, I was so surprised that more people didn't defend you. I mean, it was so aggressive and so... I mean, I thought he was going to punch you. Mm -hmm. What What did you think in that moment? Um, I was just upset because that was my sister recording. And, like, they thought it was me recording. But it was actually my sister, and she was doing the talking. So I had just gotten out of the fight, the situation, and we were shot at on the Zeus um, thing. Mm -hmm. That's when um, that girl you just mentioned... Stenogram. Her boyfriend um, shot at, our, at my sprinter. So... When we went back to San Francisco, I moved in my own way because I felt like it was like on some setup shit, of course, naturally. They so shot they you shot, guys? yeah, we got a hole, we had a hole in the spring, but he shot in the air, he shot at the bus. He didn't really want to hit nobody, but he was out there hitting bitches and he struck my sister. So, you know, whatever come, like everybody just. I gotta say allegedly, but. Be safe. Yeah. No, it ain't allegedly, it happened, it's on video. Yeah. It's on video. I just video. wanna say allegedly because I don't wanna get. Sued, but if oh, that okay. Happened... Well, it's on video. Okay. He showed my sister because my sister was working Stunner Girl. They had me locked up in a motherfucking van. They was trying to get us out of there. So when I see that and I get past them, I get my sister and they can start busting. And he pulled my hair. 
I had like a gash in my hair. Like he pulled my. I hair didn't out. know all the people. On I can show you pulling out guns like this. No, it's not the Zeus people. It's people that's not used to TV and just really trying to make. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to seem loud when they really not. Cause real gangsters don't even do no hoe ass shit like that. Especially if it's some hoes beefing. Tell your hoe to stand up. But didn't you pull? Tell her to stand up, but bitch. You better have some wait, squabble with you. But didn't you pull a, a gun on DJ Sky at Tao? Who said that? That's what the street said. You gotta start listening to these blogs, and that's what I tell people. Look at Tamar. You for sure know we done been around each other. When I did coke, you know that. Bobby knows that. So like, why would you say I pulled a gun because of what the fucking blogs say yeah. when you know? Let me clarify what she just said. We've been around each other. We haven't seen her do coke. Not because you said, yeah, you said. You've it never way. even heard of me do coke. Never until, seen, never heard. Yeah. Until that girl that you mentioned, yeah. brought that up on a TV show. Right, right, right. Was just was so random because you couldn't come up with anything else. Right. Okay, so let's clear it up. You never pulled a gun on Sky. DJ Sky. Well, isn't there a video? And that's what pisses me off too, because I went to the highlight room last night and it was like, oh yeah, Tommy, they're saying that. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Now I'm banned from highlight room. That was that towel. They so they say, say I'm on an investigation. Mm. For what? But there's a video, but there's no video that shows you with the gun. Exactly. You see what they just did to this this actor guy with the girlfriend. Y'all went so crazy about that. Oh yeah. Turned no, no. all his shit. He Talking lost so John, many Jonathan deals. Majors. Yes. They tried to cancel him. And, and now, now look the at video when the out. video comes yeah. out. Yeah. Now everybody Isn't says he's a hero. Isn't that fucking fucked up? Yeah. He's running away from this girl. She's chasing him down the street. Yeah. But look how you guys are so quick to like cancel everything he got going on. Fuck the business deals. His image. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah. Everything. And now look. That's not right, Jason. So let's talk about that because you've been very public. You've attacked all the blogs. I felt a side attack too, even though I know you weren't talking about me, hopefully. But you posted a video of our friend Kyle on the internet that sent shockwaves. Well, well, let me tell you this. Let's I have talk a about fan it. page. Hold on, hold on. So you don't like Kyle, clearly, but you there was there was a video posted and you know you, your fan page, some you can clarify who did it, but posted this video and talked about the blogs. I know that you were the one talking about the blogs. What was your issue with Kyle and why and how did that whole video come into play? First of all, Kyle and me have do have a history because I see him at Snoop Dogg's party. Like I just feel like Kyle is one of them bloggers who just ultimately aims for the negative every time. Like at least have some balance. Shade Room, I feel like has balance. Uh, Hollywood Unlocked, like, I don't know. You, I think you post me giving back or something like that. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, my team tries to post everything. We like, try to follow like everything. You yeah. have a little bit of balance, but him, it was just like ultimately negative, negative, negative. So, of course, that's going to drive me. That's just like somebody just like posting negative shit about you. How would you feel? So, I've had a conversation with him, conversation with him. I see him at um, Snoop Dogg's party. And my friend, I didn't even know who he was. I didn't have a face to, because a lot, a lot of these bloggers, Jason, you do do it how you do it, and then you got on site. But I didn't know who he was. And my friend was like, that's Kyle. And, you know, we were drinking and everything like that. So I was like, that's Kyle? Oh. I run after Kyle. And then I finally get him, and I bop, punch that nigga in his shit. Then, boom, we around the car. Bop, bop. Fuck out. And then he got a motherfucker. I'm like, no, Tommy. 
Wait, 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 Tommy, I don't want no problems with you. We love you. I say, well, why you keep doing this to me? We got that understood. It's been years down the line, Jason. Wait, you jumped on Kyle? It's been years down the line, Jason. And now he's back on that. So I'm just like, hey, yo, Kyle, don't post nothing else about me, bro. Don't post nothing else about me. He's like, Tommy, you keep doing this. This is just my job. I don't post this, this, and then y'all throw, like, it's my team, all that team shit. Oh, it's my team. I don't have control. You have control over what your team posts, especially if it's somebody that you're, like, interacting with. You have control. Don't well, lie to me, bro. Well, go back. Let me just say, I don't know Kyle's business model. At Hollywood Unlocked, everybody thinks it's me posting. I never post. But my team does have oh, edit. Listen, I'm going to tell you how. I don't know how his business works. On my team... My team has editorial <laughs> discretion, which means they can post whatever they want within the guidelines of what we write about. You don't oversee it? Do I oversee? I mean, I guide the vision, but I don't say, hey, today we're going to turn it up on Tommy, post everything you can find about her. Like, when I don't have that no, type of time. No, I'm not saying that, but you do oversee I mean, I Especially own, when I it's somebody it. that you kind of know yeah, and you kind of have a, like a... Yeah, I own it. But see, I know a lot of that's people. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot. I know a lot of people, so every story is not ran by me. There are times people will call and say, did you see this? And I'll be like, no, because I'm on a plane, or no, I'm in this meeting, uh, or And no. I respect that. And then I'll go look, and then if I see it, my team is out of line, I don't have a problem walking yeah. something back or fixing it. But I do get blamed for everything. And sometimes I'd be like, yo, I don't even know what's what going the on. Yeah. I really don't. But with, with him, y'all are he now. Knows. So you think he has something out for you? I don't know what it is. But I've had this conversation with you. It's, it's still ongoing. You keep doing the same fucking thing. And so now, when I tell him to post me, he now then, then she says the crackhead shit. And he posts that again. So I say, okay. I say, Kyle. New Orleans, I said, New Orleans, and you want to play with me if you post me again. And then Twitter is not my Twitter. That Twitter page has like 300K something followers. They've had Twitter before I ever had Twitter, and they post. They just like repost me, but they have their own. Like, I don't know them. I just, I can message her like you, but I don't have access to the page or anything like that. Mm -hmm. She found the video of him and she posted it. Did you repost it? Me? Yeah. I don't recall. My team may have. Mm. So now <laughs> you so now you're into a Wakao. Maybe it was my team. <laughs> I have no leverage over what they do. Like you said, I was on a plane. <laughs> so now you're into a Kyle. How do you guys resolve that? Because Kyle's a good guy. Is he? He is. What does he have against me? I thought he was too. Like, and I liked him. Like, well, now I, I'm sure he has the eggplant video all over the social media. That goes everywhere. I mean, if somebody would have posted that about me, I ain't gonna lie. I Every gonna, day, all day long, I would be on their ass. Kyle, cause show can't suck a dick though, from what I seen. But the thing was, they didn't highlight the coke on the counter. Or how skinny his motherfucking dick was with no girth. Dale was so infatuated by how good he could suck a dick and he didn't fucking gag. I mean, that's a skill. 
super skill. I loved it. I does, took a few pointers. Like, mm. Does Natalie have <laughs> gag reflex? I have no idea. Like, that's the granny point. I, I just don't. I can never fuck Natalie. Like, it's just, I don't know. You know what type of bitches? Gap, the pussy hang, like, bow legs. Like, I really like how Suki got them bow legs like that. I wish I had bow legs. Like, shit like that. Like, it's certain things that turn me on with a woman. And, like, Natalie just not one of them girls for me. Like, I've been propositioned for sex multiple times with her, but, like, we gang, like, sis, let's, let me just be your friend because that's not going to turn me on at all. So you had a stalker show up at your house. Yes. Um, and you welcomed him in. Jason, let me tell you some real life shit. To your house. I learned about my a person that I thought was my real friend, bro. Helped bury her sister everything through this, this stalker situation. These motherfuckers done stole my card, bro. The bitch sent me the card the credit card saying, how Ryan got your credit card? Everybody on the live said she had something to do with it. Everybody on the live said she had something to do with it. But me, I'm just like, I'm going to just, I'm one of them people I want to see for myself. You're talking about Papa Bear? Papa Bear. But they always said my friend gave him my address. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Which friend? The girl that was in the live. Don't say no names because we ain't okay. doing it. But, but the so, girl that was in the lab with Papa Bear, they like how they get the address. They saying she gave it to him. Got it. That is a real close friend of me. You follow? I follow you. But then why why did you let Papa Bear inside? That was the lobby. I let him in after because she came and she did know him. Like they became friends outside of me. But guess how? He slid in her DM. He slid in my brother's DM. He said she slid in my sister's DM. Anybody that I would ever post, like if I posted you, he's gonna slide in your DM. Mm -hmm. And now it's going to a whole nother level because he's like doing it to promoters. What time is she gonna be there? Which is scary. Yeah, he's like asking like questions like, what what room am I staying in? And like shit like that. And it's just like, bro, I'm not about to keep playing with you. And if something happens to you, it's it's gonna be crazy because. You're putting me at like a whole lot of... I don't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're on. I don't know if it's like a hoax or like just some funny shit. I can't... I take everything serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's what he's been doing. He's been writing these promoters. And one time, he almost caught me. The promoter, like... I asked the promoter, this is one particular time. Like, they was cool or whatever. So I'm just like, ask the promoter about the hairstylist because like it was like a bunch of you know gay guys who was having fun in the section, all of that. So the next day, I, I got another booking in the same city. So I'm just like, yo, I need a hairstylist. So I say, ask that promoter uh, for the hairstylist. I tell my team. So my team give me the um, promoter. I said, you know, they give me the number. When they give me the number, I call them. Guess who picks up the phone? Who? Ryan. Soon as I heard a voice, and I'm like, this don't sound right. I hung up. The nigga keep calling back, keep calling back. How the fuck do you got? So I call my my people. I'm like, this the promoter? He like, no. He was like, yeah, this the promoter. That's the number that he gave me for the hairstylist. I said, nah, man, this sound like that nigga. So boom, we all get on the three-way. The promoter like, yo, it was your fans? 
He was like, your fans, one of your crazy fans was asking me what time you gonna be here. He gave the whole motherfucking shit. What time you gonna be here? What's this, this, is that? He was like, I got confused, my bad. So I say, what was his name? And he sent me, he sent me all of that. It's Ryan. You don't think that's crazy? Right. You don't think that I should be like right. feeling no type of way? Like how as a promoter, he getting you mixed up with it. Like how are you even talking to a promoter? Mm -hmm. Out of town, like you know, what I'm saying, I'm in North Carolina. Like, how are you even? Y'all in Miami, you done picked up, canceled your house, wherever the fuck you well, were. He said he sold. Take. He said he lost five hundred thousand dollars selling his house for you. Let me tell you how deep it is, Jason. I never got a dollar from this man, Kiki, my other ex friend. I think I might, you might know Kiki. I don't fuck with her no more. Tight, I don't fuck with her no more. But let me tell you how crazy it is. I never got a dollar from him, but everybody that he's, all those people have gotten money from this man. Is he paying them to find out where you are and paying them for information or? Paying them to just hang out, paying them to just be around and talk about me and hopefully I will pop up on them and all of the shit. This is the fucking real shit. It's just like, when you say something about my kids, you was like, oh yeah, I know. Volley just got a Range Rover. I say, nigga, the fuck nigga don't miss my... So when she came, you know I'm drinking. You seen me drink a wine in the video. Mm -hmm. When she came when on that live, we went upstairs. I had the nigga washing my dishes, all of that. Fuck nigga. Why, why'd you let him in your house? Because he was with her now. Like, and I really want to get more details. Like, people think I'm slow or, like, stupid on some weird shit. But I really want to see y'all in front of each other because I already see all these millions of people telling me, like, she phony and she set it up. So I want to see how y'all interact with each other. And I want to get y'all drunk. And I want I want to see, like, is this a plot with both of y'all against me or is it really just you? Because this is my real friend. This and what, somebody what did, that I really what did you get from friend. watching them interact? Oh, yeah. Then he went into about my kids. Mm. He went into about my kids. I already got what I needed with her. Like, but after that, after that, guess what? It hurt me so bad. You want to know what? What? This whole living with Ryan. Right now? This, this a friend, like, I will go over there. I will go over there. Your sister had cancer. I will go over there and politic with your sister. You get what I'm saying? But just to make her feel happy because she can't go outside all of the shit when your sister died. Y'all call me with a dead body. It's like boys in the hood. Y'all want to see a dead body? You call me and FaceTiming me. Everybody crying in the background. I'm like, what's going on? This one I'm feeling loving hip hop. They put a dead body on the phone with me, dog. It's your sister. I fly out there. This one I'm on TMZ. I fly out there immediately with no luggage. I, I'm finna go be with my friend. This is the type of person I am. I'm finna go be with my friend. Fly out there. You get me? Mm -hmm. They kicked me off the first plane. They say I was too um, emotional or whatever the fuck. They kicked me off. Bitch, you lining me up to steal my credit card and steal my... Like, bro, you call me for this, this, that. I'm always there. Like, what's wrong with people? Mm-hmm. What is really wrong with people, my nigga? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a lot. In between the funny shit y'all do on the internet, I got all this real life shit going on. Mm -hmm. All this real life shit going on. 
with people that I done slept in the bed with many of the nights. Like, never. You get what I'm saying? Done cook food. Done flew you everywhere I'm at. Done bought you around every celebrity for a motherfucker to do me. My stylist, bro. BMAs. You know I can't wear this shit again. Stole. <laughs> 12000 Just stole. This year, like, this supposed to be my real friends. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So let me ask the you. The Ryan shit is not like this man you. just sit up here and tell us everything about this. But let girl. me let me ask you a question because I'm, I'm I want to stay in this for a second. Why do you feel like you keep getting betrayed? Is it because I'm too nice and I don't really like how some people be standoffish from the get go and like really get to the bottom of who people is before they deal with them? I don't do that. I just go off vibes, and that's not safe. But earlier in the interview, you said you want to get to a place where you can look back over your life and see the impact and see the things that you've done It's going to have to be with strangers, bro. But, but let me ask you, when do you take control of your life in the extent that maybe you take a break from the alcohol, take a break from all the friends, take a break from everybody who doesn't put you in that energy that you need to be the person you want to be? When, mm-hmm. when do you do that? I don't see how that correlates with what's going on. I well, don't. I can tell you, like, when you're sober, you're more clear-minded. You know more, you're more aware of your energy and other people's energy when you're around them. You don't do random, impulsive things like I used to do, flying everybody out, taking everybody shopping, taking yeah. everybody on trips. Like, you start saving money. You know, have you ever thought of maybe just taking a break from liquor for a while? I have done that. Like, right now, that's been my, my ultimate space. Like, if I'm not working, like, before I flew out here. Like, I've been in my house more than... I've never been in my house as much as I've been in my house right now. Mm-hmm. Like, every house I had, it's just like, oh, this is the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me pack on my bags and I'm going. So, I've never been more in tune with a house than this Miami house right now. Um... And when I'm in there, I don't even think that's it, Jason. It's just because when I'm in there, it's just like, man, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to, like, I just cannot sit still in that retrospect and just be like, let's put it together. Mm-hmm. I would damn near need a um, exercise mm-hmm. of putting it together versus me sitting quiet with myself putting it together. But you don't have to if sit. I'm not just sitting in the house bored. I'm outside. So what is, what is your exercise of putting it together? I can't just like yeah. be like. Yeah, no, no. I will, I'm getting I, myself together, <laughs> sitting with my like. Get the fuck out of here. Well, no, bro. you don't have to sit. You don't have to be bored. You don't have to be boring. You don't have to sit with yourself in a quiet room with a yeah. little light. You know, I and think heavy like, meditation. No, no, you don't have to do that. But like, I go to the gym. I do hang out with better friends. I'm running for city council. I launched yeah. a nonprofit. I'm working on projects. Like I'm writing another book. I just consume myself with things that keep me productive. But I, more importantly, like I cut every unhealthy person off around me. Like everybody, anybody who gossips about other people, anybody who hates on other people, anybody who has... I know you didn't cut up the gossipers. Absolutely. I don't gossip. This, that's your business. My brand is a media company that talks about what people are doing, but how many times do I call you to gossip? Think about it. Over all the it's years we've known each other. I don't pick up the phone and call nobody to gossip. It's I, true. I don't. It comes to you naturally. So it goes to my team. I don't even deal with that. Like, when people... Of course, the Kyle video, when it, I mean, we all saw that. To the team. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's funny because when you said I'm looking at my team, they're laughing because how many calls do we get where people are like, you did this to me? Yeah. But I I get it because as somebody who people talk about, sometimes I feel it too. You know, I did it. I just did it to somebody the other day. 
I ain't gonna say who, but you know who you are. I called somebody. Else. I can't. I called somebody. Else. I can't believe you did this. You know, I yeah. did it. You know, I was on my Jason Lee shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you're only 37. Well, you're a baby. What? Okay, so you're 37. Well, it doesn't years even now. matter. Yeah. I want to be 40. Yeah, but well, when you turn 40, I want to be 40. 40's life changing. Cause that's what they keep saying. I am. I really want to be 40 right now. But why do you want to be 40? Just because, like, I know a lot of people that didn't make it to see 40. Yeah, true. True. And I don't think that it should be like shame. I don't think that it should be like a thing where you like everybody could be young, but not everybody could get old. Right. That's true. Fort- and do it gracefully. Like, bitch, I'm that girl. I, I don't feel like I have to change who I am to be like 40. Like, this is my first time being any age. Like every age that I turn, this is going to be my first time being this age. You can look at those people and how they did it. But it's never gonna be me because I, I, if I'm true to myself, I gotta do it like I, how I am. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even when I turn forty, I'll be so great. I want to celebrate that shit from the highest because that's what they are. Like that's their new thing. They don't have nothing on me, Jason. Mm-hmm. Like you gonna try to pull my coat a million motherfucking times. You don't have nothing on me, and what you do is fabricated. It's made up. Forty is a great age. I mean, that's you know, I'll be forty-seven next year. But let me ask. Forty-seven. Yeah, I'm forty-six. <laughs> I'm forty-six. Oh, what you want, love hip hop? Jason, you are 47, bro. Loving hip hop, I was. You look so fucking good. Loving hip hop, I was 38. I looked older then, but I was. No, you did not. I was heavier then. Yeah, I'm 46. Bitch, you look every bit of 36. I'm going to give it to you. 32. (laughs) I swear to God. When you turn 40, what do you want? Like, what do you want? What do you want to be known for? Yeah, I'll be 47 next year. That is crazy. Yeah. God is good. I pray to do it like you. Shout out to Zimpa. <laughs> Shout out to Zimpa. <laughs> I pray to do it like you, gay. By 40, what do you want to accomplish? Like, what do you want to be known for Well, at 40? one thing that in my life is, um, I feel like I'm such a leader and there's a lot on my back that I have not attacked. I want to be able to really have, whether it's a group home or whatever, I want to have something flourishing. And um, in that area, for young girls who are like me, like me and my mom always had a, and it's crazy that you touched on that, uh, uh, you know, hair button situation. And and I wasn't never with her. Like I was in a group home and I was in um, juvenile and all this shit like that. Like, but I want something where it's like confidence of people like that because as much as I like try to protect my tears and hide and be strong and all of that, it's just like nobody is there to like, um, I don't know how you call it, to like, like, I feel like somebody should be there to comfort the people who's hiding. Mm-hmm. And I want my thing to be like for the people who's hiding because they, they so scared to show like, I'm hurt. I'm hurt too, but I'm not like I wasn't raised to be hurt or to show like hurt. So it's just like I feel like I want a center like that. I do want to like keep steady with my music because I know I'm raw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I'm raw, but I just don't take it serious. I feel like that's the Gemini thing of it. Like I really need to like really like complete something. Mm-hmm. By the time I'm your, you said forty. I want to be have completed something, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Right. So like shorten it up. Right. I want to complete what I start because right. I know it's dope, 
but I'm just so all over the place and I'm with, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I never could like, you know, when Tokyo said that shit about all that China, it like kind of hit me, bitch. I got indirectly like, like you don't complete nothing. It's just like, bitch, we so everything. Like, it's kind of hard to like, just sit there and function and focus on one thing and complete it. Mm-hmm. It's not because we're not great. It's not because we don't have the power to. It's just because it's so many things in our mind that we're tackling at one fucking time. And life be life in. Yeah, it do. It do. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And it's I battle with that. Like, like, ah, I need to finish. But then this comes up and it's just like, I want to do it all. Mm-hmm. And I wish it was a way that I can do it all and really finish it all, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there's work you need to do on you? Because maybe that's the thing you first you work on first. What do you mean? Like, do you feel? What would you say I need to do? No, as far as I I could never tell you that because it's your no, life. No, but like outside looking in type vibes. I mean, from what I see about you, you see in you, and what I hear about you is that you have a big heart, and I do yeah. I do feel like that's not the thing I that leads. Well, there's that, but when we have a big heart, that's what happens. You open it up to the wrong people, right? But I feel like you're not, you don't get the credit for, and it's not the leading narrative about you. So with me, I still battle with what people say about me and who I know I am, but mm-hmm. I'm more resolute now in knowing I'm, I know who I am. I love myself. I don't care what the world thinks or says. Like, I'm so invested in living out the best quality of life that I can, but I'm also yeah. 46. Like, that's seven more years, seven, eight, no, that's three, that's 10 years ahead of where you are right now, you know? But I learned all this over the last few years. We relate. Yeah. I was a foster kid. Like, I understand wanting to, like, live out a purposeful life because you want to help other people, which is why I'm doing the city council thing for real. Yeah. So I get it. Um, I just think you need to give yourself some grace. And then you also need to, like, allow you to identify where you want to start working on you because you don't owe anybody anything. You owe yourself everything now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I accept that, Jason. I really do. Now, I have to give you a gift. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on the side, there's a there's a bag there. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I love gifts. Wait, this is You want me to open part. it? I don't want you to rip it. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I'm the bitch of the hot gilf. <laughs> <laughs> We've never given a gilf. <laughs> I'm the hot gilf. <laughs> yes, I am. Wait, so is Nana, Grandma, how do you like to be referred to? As far when as... When it comes to your, your you having a kid with a kid. Nana. Nana. The ill Nana. <laughs> no, wait, Nana with the ill Nana? The ill Nana. <laughs> That's what you said. But you know what's cool? You get to be like the cool. I never had a cool grandma. My grandma was cool, but she was like 90, 80. Yeah. Like you could be the cool. You, you know could, what's crazier to me is like I don't even know how to like start processing how to be like that because like I'm so young. You're and young. it's just like it's the same thing probably for how my mom felt. Like I was young and I had babies so young. And it's just like it was just love. And I can't be mad or like, I would never did that, but I just really wish that she got to live her life differently from me and had a chance to like, you know, have fun and fuck up and do and without so much responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. 
And that's just it. That was just like my whole point of it all. But like, it happens. And like, whatever I'm saying, like, you're this and you're that and you should be, you want me to be somewhere knitting a blanket and bitch, this is my first freedom. I was a fucking mom, my whole team. Right, right. So this is my second win. Them kids is grown. Right. Like, this is my second win to even find out what life is like without kids. I don't know it. Right. Like, I've had responsibility throughout my whole life. And not even before my kids, I had my mom's kids. Mm-hmm. I was the babysitter for them. Like, the in, you know what I'm saying? The in-house babysitter. Is that your connection to Skye? Because she had her kids young. And, like, I see her and her son now. They've made up and no, they're getting along. No, that's not. But I do, like, tell... I have, like... um I don't want to say coach her, like as far as the the rebonding and, yeah. the, and the shit like that. Like I, I I I could say I feel like I was a part of that, and like the stresses and the irate shit that she went through with them, and like the the highs and the lows, cause it got low. Yeah, it got really low when she was just like, man, fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like people that watch us all on reality TV don't take into account we're all human beings with real feelings and, like, yeah, to open yourself up and be it that vulnerable is a lot. the same thing that everybody's going through. Just, y'all not popular. Y'all don't have a name. But it's the same exact shit. Like, y'all kids done went to school with worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nas, Nas. Y'all done motherfucking fucked y'all kids up. Like, way worse. But it's just like you don't have... The leverage, you don't have the the, the We don't have cameras to, following you. Yeah, yeah, and you don't. And, like, we are human. Mm-hmm. And and with Scott, I cried. I cried so bad. Like, we called and we both was, like, crying. Like, once we seen, like, because you never could project how are they going to display it on TV. And I felt like it was the ultimate fuckery, dog. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, but the, she, but the she, last thing, the last episode with that son. It was the ultimate fuckery for my girl. And I know in her heart, she was trying. Mm-hmm. She was trying. But I feel like Sky got the last laugh because now her and her son holding each other the other yeah. day on Instagram. But you know, that's why you don't come in between family. Yeah, yeah. You don't come in between family because that has nothing to do with you. Right, right. And no matter who we choose or how we choose, family's going to matter more than any of you motherfuckers. Right. It's the bloodline. So I know I have a lot of women who follow me and watch my show, and they're going to say, Jason, you just skipped over something. She said something in a vulnerable (laughs) moment. Earlier, you just touched on really quickly that you had an abortion, which is, that's a big deal to share publicly. So I don't want to gloss over that and not touch on that. Um, You made a decision that you needed to make at a time where you felt like you weren't ready for that responsibility. And right now we live in a country. It wasn't that I wasn't ready. I didn't want it. But in this world... Right, I didn't want it for me. But right now in the world we live in, women are losing their right to be able to make that decision yeah. because of laws and stuff. When your daughter was... Um, when she was pregnant and she said you took her to get an abortion and try to trick her... I what, never took her nowhere. But I never took her anywhere, mm-hmm. babe. I never took her anywhere. I flew her and my sister. Mm-hmm. They both were pregnant at the same time. I flew them to my house in L.A. I gave them, I wanted to talk to them about like the options of choice. My sister had her mind made up. She didn't want her baby because she knew what it was attached to. She already had one baby. She's like, I don't want to do it. This is not the person. I don't want to bring a child into this situation. I don't want to do it. And so I had a punk friend who had some ways. Da, 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 da. I brought my daughter. I had a conversation with her as well. It was like her in the room 
making TikToks. Like, first of all, it was my new house. Our Volley had already chosen her room. This is my child. She's currently with me. After you went in your 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 crazy rant on her internet and did all that fuck shit, and I was not fucking with you at that point because you did. You know what I'm saying? So I still bought you. I want to help you. She wanted to have Volley's room, and I said no. That's that's Volley's room. She already claimed that room. She still had my brother come and move her shit in Volley's room. So I'm just like. It's a lot right now. And you're doing a lot. So I'm like, Samari, so what are you gonna do? This is what I, what is what is your plan? What do you think is like, what do you how do you see it? How do you foresee it? It was nothing. I'm asking this for days and days and days. My sister, she in a bag. I already know. I got you. I'm helping. Bang. I go in there one day, like you haven't given me any answer, you haven't told me anything, any plan, like even though you're young. Like, now you have to start planning. Now you have a responsibility. So I want to hear your mind frame. I want to hear what you're going to do. She's in there making a, a YouTube. And she's like, I'm about to do my YouTube channel. She says, Amari, you're pregnant. You have to figure out what the fuck you're going to Like, what are you talking about? No, I was just going to. I said, this is not a game. It's never going to be this a joke. Life, yeah. It's not a game. It's not a YouTube famous because I, none of that. Like, what are you going to do? I'm trying to learn how I can help you. Like, what are you, you get what I'm saying? I don't want to press. I don't want to do too much. I don't want to end up on the news for being that person. And it went crazy from there. Yeah. She called her dad. I want to come back. I don't, all of this shit. So I'm like, cool. Then, the, then came the lies. Then came the knife. But I, so I say, you know what? Yeah, go back. Go back. Believe everything designer, my kids from head to toe. I say I leave everything because when you start cursing and doing this and that, fuck that. Mm -hmm. Leave all of my shit. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then go back and start and do what you want to do. Because I had no ill intention. I'm not pregnant. I ain't got no baby. Bitch, I'm going to pop this pussy every motherfucking where I want to. I'm in my second win. What's up? So you, you got disrespectful. So I'm just like, yeah, leave everything. My diamond necklace you got around your neck that I bought you for Like all of that, leave everything because I felt hurt and I felt tried. After this, oh, the police had to get called. You called the police on me. You told them to come there, that we're trying to do this and that. It's me, my brother, my sister, all of us grown. So we just letting her just go, go crazy. I feel like when bitches is pregnant, they get a whole nother, like, the emotional shit is unmatched. So the police come, and I'm just like, yeah, she's pregnant. She don't want to get, like, you get what I'm saying? She's making a YouTube. I don't know why she called y'all. Like, I'm really confused. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're, you can't disrespect me in my own house when I'm only just trying to help you. I'm only asking you, what is the plan? Like, I want us to be as a family playing together. It's not only just you. It's my sister, too come to find out down the line, my sister's too far along. Mm. She like, cop out, I don't want to do it, sis. Am I going to leave her? No. Right. I'm still there with you. I'm here at the motherfucking birth. I cut my nails. I came to the thing and I filmed it. I guess she thought that I was doing that to come now support her after she disrespected me so bad. It's not even your time. Like, you were so little, like, you only, like, a couple of weeks. Right. Compared to my sister, she was five months. And you lied about that. 
So you only a couple of weeks. So why would I be cutting my nails to come to Atlanta to like come and do what and sit next to you that I have not even talked to? After you disrespect me, after you done told all these lies on the internet, I still don't feel more hate in my heart for you. Mm -hmm. But it's she's gonna have a baby. Right. And she couldn't do what she did, so we gotta deal with it. But I'm showing my sister, I'm still with you. Mm -hmm. Still. And then that is when she took it like, oh, we tried to play her. We tried to no. She was too far along. Mm -hmm. That was her, that's what she wanted to do. And I hate to even talk about her business, but that's what she wanted to do. But I'm just. I'm the middleman in both situations. Whatever y'all want to do, I was trying to help y'all. Mm -hmm. It wasn't no, it's not gonna ever make me look bad, the shortcomings of your life. It just can't. Because I know the mom that I was, and everybody else do too. Mm -hmm. Your shortcomings is not, I feel bad, and I hurt, because I want you to know I know another way to do it. Mm -hmm. But you won't take my advice. So where are you guys now? Your relationship, are you good now? We were good. And now, like, she got in a fight with her sister. That was everywhere. And they put me in that, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I just keep being in the middle of things. But you know your mom. Mm -hmm. You know that I'm not here to, like, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't want anything other than the best for you. Why would I? What do you want for Tommy? What do you want for you? I just want, I don't even know how it's going to get across after all of these lines, but I want the world to feel what my close people feel and what my close people know about me. I just want the truth. I want success and I want the truth. Like, if I was to leave here tomorrow, you think I want all these weird ass Accusations swarming about me? No. Happiness, a given, of course. Ultimately, I want the truth and I want to make a difference. You get what I'm saying? I'm not just some, no, some fuck around. I'm a leader. And that's why motherfuckers follow. It's not just like about the click. It's about people that's calling me something. You changed my life. What you said this time, what you that, that time. That's what drives me. That's what motivates me. People showing me, oh, this happened to your op and ha ha. I hate that. Don't show me no bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't thrive in negativity. And I just want my real self to project in this world that I'm now in. Mm -hmm. That's it. While making a difference. Is that hard? Right. Well, at least when you had an ankle monitor, Rihanna loved it. <laughs> Gang shit. I mean, that's kind of fat. That's fashion. That's kind of fashion for You know what I mean? Her, Paris, all of them. Like, I did shit. Like, you know how many awards I snuck in, nigga? Like, come on, man. I love it. Like, this shit gotta be televised. <laughs> so, you sent me a song and you told me you're doing music and you said they were trying to yeah. eat you up on the internet about it. Talk about the song, what inspired it, and who it was for. Well, ultimately, like, it was just like the beat for me. And I'm just like, I want house beat, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I just like, I just want something that, that knock in the club. I don't feel like I have a lot of club songs. It wasn't for nobody, but when we was doing it, it was for the gays. Like, that's who I had in mind. Like, 
when you say who is it for, I feel like, well, like I got an off yeah. or some shit like that. Like, no. But like, no, it I'm was for the, the gays. gays. Like, yeah. Bogan, like, falling out. Like, the, it, was your own, it was your own renaissance moment. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, it was like that. Like, I want a son that hit like that. And he's like, walking up like, oh, oh. All of that shit. Because, like, I really loved it. Like, you know I have, yeah, you, what, 70% yeah, gay friends? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't care, and like it's just like I just wanted like a moment for us. I felt like it would be dope. It would be a TikTok or whatever, you know. I do need to start taking music more seriously because um, I know that's like ultimately and primarily what I was praying for, like back when I was a teenager with God, and when we had just magazines. It was no social media, and it was like the '90s. It's crazy that you say that because that's my story. If you go in my studio, yeah. you didn't look in here. No. When when we're done, we're going here. All on the wall. There's photos all over the wall. Like, remember but the that's magazine? Word up magazine. I used to rip Bitch, it out. We used and put to be in a grocery wall. store, like looking like what happened? What <laughs> right. happened? And then the night. Well, like, and now crazy. we have neighborhood talk in Hollywood Unlocked. Oh. Uh, he always do it. He always do it. But no, that's funny because I was in a group home like you. And I'm telling you, I used to rip in magazine pictures out and put them on my wall. That was my escape. Listen, you know, I went to a group home. How? I ran away. And that's what started my whole life of jail. Mm-hmm. I just ran away. My mom was in a hotel, bro. Mine too. You have to in read my book. In a fucking hotel. I make my video. Um, I got a song called Truth. My mm-hmm. video, that's the real hotel that we were staying in. Mm-hmm. My mom was staying in there. It's just like that. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. <laughs> With her nigga and with my other brothers and sisters, half of them, half of them was still in Jersey. But it was just like, they was treating me like a slave. Like, wash the dishes and do this, 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 all this shit in the hotel. And I ran away because I'm on a school bus going to high school. And I would jump off at the apartments before the hotel because it was apartments right before the hotel. So I don't be embarrassed. But I was just like, bitch, even back then, I'm like, I'm too raw. Like, I don't want to get the fuck away from you. I'm tired. Like, this is right. embarrassing. Right. And these people see me get off at the hotel, they're going to laugh at me. Right, ah. right. So I ran away. The police officer brought me back to the hotel, and he was like, what you want to do with her? You want to um, you wanna take her in the house, or you want to teach her a lesson? My mom said, teach her a lesson. And from there, I feel like I'm in jail every fucking year. Consecutively. No doubt. From there, I feel like I ain't, you ain't love me. Mm-hmm. Like, why couldn't you just like now? Okay, I've never been involved with the police. You know, this is like a shock for me. Like, why couldn't you just talk to me from there? Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you just like take me in the house and talk to me? Mm-hmm. Why would you send me the whole way? See, I gotta give you my book. I'm telling you, when you read the first chapter of my book, yeah. the reason why I haven't put it in an audible is because the first chapter is when my mom got addicted to drugs, we got mm-hmm. evicted from our apartment, we ended up moving in a motel, she called the people to come get me, they took me away, <laughs> I ended up in the system, and I tell that whole story in the first chapter, and it's just too hard to relive because it is traumatizing. Yeah. But here's what I will tell you if you said earlier, because one, two things you said, two I want to highlight. One, you said, I just want to accomplish something. So I think that was a good thing that people hopefully hear the vulnerability in that because mm-hmm. we all want to accomplish and feel accomplished in something. The second part is stop running from yourself and, yeah. and your process because I really feel like when you really accept and embrace and pour into who you were and what you went through, that's, that's going to be the thing that makes you the, the phoenix because like I went through the worst shit. Mm-hmm. And, and then with the weight gain, the hurting people, the reading, those viral yeah. moments, 
that was me projecting how I felt. Mm -hmm. Now I'm learning like, okay, I've done the work. I'm in my healing stage. I'm also 46, so that past 40. Yeah. You know, but like, I really feel like, you know, I started Hollywood Unlocked and Love and Hip Hop at 37. That's when I started. And yeah. all that stuff you see me go through was at that age of where you are right now. Right. You're, you're going to be something that pe you're gonna, people are going to look back and be like, damn, she was publicly going through mess when I was privately going through mess judging her. Because yep. everybody that judges online, they going through their own shit. Damn, that's all I want to <laughs> say. Like, like, and your shit be way worse than ours. But, like, you were really feel comfortable with, like, you know, being an extra teardown for us. Mm -hmm. When knowing, instead of just being like, bitch, I, I empathize with you. Yeah. Not sympathy, but I empathize. But you've been through worse than what you. these people are talking about online. Like, the comments ain't worse than what you actually survived already. You already no, know not. that. But I know that privately, the thing that everybody who is your friend that says, like Bobby, uh, you know, Sky, everybody talks about how great of a person you are. They love you and they hold you up. And I just hope you're able to get the flowers and the love from everybody else. I'll do a better job myself having that, having this conversation, you know. I'm not asking to be like, like, I don't want no sympathy, bro. But like, if you see me doing something that's worth something, say that too. That's yeah. all to the block. I don't want to be running out here. Fighting bloggers and all, like that shit. That was years ago too. But at the same time, just like show that too. Yeah. Don't do me that. Like, cause you'll never know what it may mean. But to you me. have to start showing more of the other side of you too. And you, I don't because I feel like I have gotten to the point where it's like it don't matter. No, I never know. Gonna show and it anyway, you, so I do it in private. I know. You, you, I, my therapist. I'm in therapy. Mm -hmm. Doctor Elliot, Doctor Connie. He, he says to me like. You're mad about what people say about you, but you only but you show them that. Yep. You don't show them the rest. Yeah. So now you get to see me with the kids. You get yeah. to see me with the city council. You get to see me at the giveaways. I'm still going to read a bitch that need to be read, and I'm still going to have my moments, but like I'm letting them but see it all. But you got the layers. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but let them see that, because the things I hear about you and the things that I see written about you, they always don't add up, you know? Yeah, it's not a thing. Well, this was interesting. Now, let's <laughs> talk about what you're working on, because I know you out here busy. Anxiety, stress. <laughs> I do have my own network right now. It's called Era. And um, the most powerful thing I've seen right now is like QCP and Coach saying like what it takes to be an executive and how much you might not the first, second, or third run. Like this is like, bro, I ain't never did nothing this big. <laughs> and everybody depending on me. It's my own network. And I just want to give like everybody ultimately a chance. It's not a fighting show. It's not about none of that. It's just like uh, friendly, competitive, if you will. Like, if you, if I have two chefs, it's like who's who, like is if I have two. I can't give the, like the whole thing, but everybody that's on there is like friendly, and it's not like um, is there is dialogue. Yeah, it's it's real dialogue, and it's not like gonna be just on some just get in a house and figure it out type yeah. shit. So is that. And I have other jobs. Like, I'm giving out jobs right now, babe. Mm. I'm giving out jobs. I'm motherfucking the head of this shit. And, like, what drove me to that, what motivated me was Zeus. Because it's like, damn, if this nigga Lemmy could do this, I could do this too. Even if he don't fuck with me like that, like, he's motivating. Right. He is. You right. get what I'm saying? No matter what everybody in the background saying, I ain't run that. It's Lemmy. Yeah. And the people that's with him too, I don't know all their names, but it ain't just Lemmy. And that's not just his check and his creation. And then there's also VH1, mm -hmm. and it was Mona, and the, like it's just like everybody that I watched. Now I'm in that position to give out some jobs and make this shit ours. 
and you know I want it to be real. <laughs> it gotta be real, but it don't gotta be ratchet and classless. You know what I'm saying? I want to have some taste to it, and I really want it to be life changing. Whatever I do, that's the end goal. Like it's life changing, and I don't want you to compromise yourself in any type of way. Let's get this money because it's out here. Where, where can they find? Where can they apply to? to it's Sherman Oaks. It's Era. Era dot com. We're gonna have a website. It's gonna be on my bio on you know my page on Instagram and everywhere else. If you follow me on Twitter, um, yeah, I'm gonna have everything down for y'all to be able to sign up to streaming network. Um, there's the other networks that's five ninety nine. Bitch, we three ninety nine. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> We'll pull up and support Eric, <laughs> but we're not going to let Tommy get away that quick because that was the interview, but now it's time for the games. Oh, shit. All right, so here at the Jason Lee Show, we like to play games, and this is a game called Smash or Pass. <laughs> fan favorite. We're going to put up uh, photos of people, but on the side of your chair, there is a paddle right there. And okay. one side it says Smash, the other side says Pass. I'm just gonna put somebody's face up, Tommy. You're gonna know who they are, or maybe you will, maybe you won't. And you're just gonna say if you would smash your pass. All right. All right. The first person was just recently on the show, Terrell Owens. Pass? Yeah. He's hot. Um, what I seen about his personality, like, it don't, it don't fit with my own. He talked a lot about his personality here. He says, like, he's misunderstood the same way you said that. That's fine, but like... You still gonna pass? Yeah. Okay. But didn't your psychic say you wanted a ball man or you were gonna get a ball man? A ball he, man? No! Ball. <laughs> okay. no, uh, Jason. Maybe not. Okay, another person that was just here on, on the Jason Lee show. He one of them people, let me say, I don't wanna do it like that. I probably have to meet him in person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, cool. Okay, the next person was just on Jason Lee's show as well, Omarion. He can dance. I um, don't know. He looks so sexy, him and his brother. And when I be seeing they dick friends. Well, but I don't like, I'm, I'm like a personality girl character. Like, I just, I wouldn't smash him. Okay. So you need somebody with big personality. Yeah. Okay. This next person has a big personality. Okay. Tyrese. Not big personality, but like something that just. Tyrese. Pass? Too emotional. Too telling. You can't do an emotional type person? Too quiet. I can in spurts. But the crying on the internet. No. No. I can't. And it's just like, I feel you. I could be your friend. Yeah. I could be a really good friend to him, but no. He'll write a song about you, too. <laughs> okay. What about this next person? You would then become a part of the Kardashian clan. Rob Kardashian. <laughs> you already see what happened with China or just, no? I know Rob. Are you friends with Rob? Yeah. Rob knows That's everybody. That's why me and Wendy Williams got into it. I know, but you guys are still friends. Yeah. I haven't talked to Rob in a I while. I know Rob. I never had sex with him, though. Okay. Okay, this next one is a legend. <laughs> hey, Rob. <laughs> Nas. Since I was a child. I always wanted to smash. <laughs> you know, he he looks he still looks uh, good for it's you like know? his mental and high thing, and it's so 
receive and it's just like give you like comfort and like just hold me and talk to me and preach to me. Yeah, you give me that. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so Nas can get it. Yeah. Okay. Still to this day. next person's kind of hood. Boosie. <laughs> Why are we passing on Boosie? Stop playing games. Huh? Stop playing games, bitches. <laughs> I, I ain't got a lot of time with nobody yelling and spitting in my face and then always with their shirt off and getting rested and bitch like, yeah, damn, let me do something. Bitch, we all doing the same fucking thing. Like, I cannot. No, I love Boosie as a person, but I can't keep fucking him. No. <laughs> okay. All right, this next person is single for real. And he's an Aquarius. Hello. It ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> Blue face, no. And one thing about blue face, he's a funny motherfucker. He's hilarious. That's the same thing I feel like G Herbo, all them like I could really be around them. Yeah. You know, you can make a bitch laugh. You get the draw. Yeah, but at the same time, it will take that. But like, I really find him funny. He's intriguing. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Never. <laughs> okay. Um, this next one, would you shoot your shot with him? Tory Lanez. Get it, so shoot your tried. shot. He's tried a lot of times. But really? Yeah, we always wind up in a store in Miami. Because, you know, he's yeah. in Miami. We always wind up. But he's been with one of my friends. So it was like, I just feel like that was crazy. But even if he wasn't, like, would I intentionally, like, go seeking? To, no. Mm. It's not my type. Okay. Uh, what about this one? If you want to take you on a date to Wakanda. Michael B. Jordan. Know where we from? Where? North. He's you know, from he North. You know he went to school with my sister. Oh. She know him very well. He's cute. He move. I I don't know. I used to like him, but what somebody just said recently that kind of like made me like, oh wow. It was the girl on Sunset selling Sunset. She was like, the dick ain't nothing. It's trash. I'm gonna take her word for it. She like she been around block. I would be friends. <laughs> All day. Okay. This next. <laughs> you disappointed? <laughs> no, I'm just going on. I going through. smashed nobody yet. I'm, but just nah. run, I'm just running through. What about this one? Let's try this one. Benzino. Oh, um, Jeff Hold Bezos. Up. Jeff Bezos. Hell yeah. The owner of. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what he talking about, what he got going on. I don't give a fuck about his characteristics, bitch. What's up? And he's bald. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's him. <laughs> that's this. Uh, I love you, babe. <laughs> okay, what about Jeff Bezos is attractive? We're gonna do it like this. He's not unattractive. He's not attractive. He's interactive. He in the middle. <laughs> but the fact that he's the richest man in the world, that's attractive. Highly. Okay. And I feel like I could talk to him about everything in my life and he's going to make it make sense. I feel like he's going to be able to direct me. Like, he got the best therapist in the fucking world. <laughs> right. So, bitch, I'm going to be fully clean, fully, you know, a stand-up girl, and we're going to get, we're going to make a difference. And no matter what you need. With him, we're going to make a difference. And, no, I know for and sure. no matter what you need, he can show you how to get it and in two I days like flat. And I like how that eye is, like, slanted right there and the ear hanging and give him a little Down syndrome type of look. And, like, you get what I'm saying? It give me, like, I'm going to have my way with you. You feel me? Because the way your face leaning, I fuck with Jeff Bezos. Yeah. 
I came and commented on the Down syndrome. I'm keep no, not not in a bad way, but it just give me like right Down syndrome in a good way. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Is that it? Can it not be? A good I'm way gonna to... keep moving. Jason, please tell I'm me. Running, I don't want to look. I'm crazy. running for office. All right, all right. Okay. What about this next person? Yeah. Benzino. My eyelash. Damn. I know Benzino. I've been around here with Stevie and all of that. Cool dude, but um, wait, uh-uh, my motherfucking thing is wrong. Yeah. Pass on that one? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's too much family, family, family. And one thing I will say, I don't like how he's being handled by his daughter, and I, I, I sympathize with that. I'm empathetic towards that situation, what he's going through with his daughter, and it's really fucked up because I understand that. I've been in that moment with him. Not to that magnitude, yeah. but I understand that. And I'm sorry, Benzino, and I fuck with you. Mm. That's what I want to say. What about this guy? He's uh, he's bald. Joe Rogan. Who is that? Who the fuck is that? He's like one of the biggest podcasters in the world. He's. I don't watch podcasts. I don't know. Okay, so we'll pass. All right. What about this one? He's recently getting divorced. Jeezy. He's bald. No. Pass? Mm-hmm. He just date my friend like a long time ago. I like when he was just like on his other shit. Like, okay, here's another bald headed guy, friend of mine, friend to the show, Floyd Mayweather. I like Floyd. Would it be like a drunken night after his fight and after his strip club, his strip club? After his strip club, girls cold, and then we go back to the room and I let him like <laughs> me up. He's a billionaire too. Got the money. <laughs> and I let him lie and then show me what's going on. I, I could say that's a maybe. Like, I like Floyd. We were going through your followers. This next person, you follow him, and he's an Aquarius. Who? Kevin Gates. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kevin had a wild night together. <laughs> We had a wild night. Like, it was emotional. He cried. Like, no, you thinking, y'all so. No, because Y'all gotta stop. <laughs> like, y'all is so. Y'all mind stay in the gutter in here. We're doing Smash or Pass. You say you had a wild night with this guy. Yeah, no. And, okay, and Kevin, so let me wait, explain. let me say this. Kevin sees our stuff because Kevin texts me every time we talk about him, so he's gonna see this. Mm. Kevin, I don't know the history. I don't know what's going on. I'm just, I'm just Kevin asking. Kevin, a real one. He's a real, so I like that. He a real one. We, uh, our first date, our first interaction was at a strip club. He didn't talk to nobody. He made a point to tell me I ain't talking to none of these hoes, bitch. All I wanted was the... And so then, like, we was drinking. He started crying. We started getting deep. We stayed out until, like, the sun came up. The sun beat us home, all of that. And then I had a situation. And I called Kevin. And I was out here. And I was butt naked. How, how and you, he got me together. How are you butt naked? And what was the situation? I was butt naked, nigga. Uh, in the streets or outside where? I was butt naked in the streets, outside, all that. Nigga, I ain't had nothing on me. And I had a situation. And Kevin is the one who freed me from that situation. He's a real ass nigga. Was it a situation where you were into it with a guy and he put you out and you were naked? No. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, oh, you got robbed? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. No, it's like, 
All right, so butt naked me, you ain't got no fire. Oh, oh. You were naked. Yeah, I was now, naked. You, you were and clothed, I had but no you ain't had nothing on you. Yeah. You see, I've been out and the streets for. Protect myself I'm running for a Kevin, city. I'm running for city council. Yeah. I I've been naked for a while. Got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that. And, and he held you down. He did. Yeah. And he always been. And I met his kids. His daughter, like she real cool. Like I think she, is she a stud. But like she. I don't know. I've never met her. Well, I met his kids, and like everybody around him is like so cool. Okay, well, how about this one? This is not JR, but he's also white. What do you got, Swag? Jack Harlow. You want to know something? What? You want to know something? What? I really like how he is. Yeah, he is Swag. Like, it's like, he's not trying to be anything. He's not trying to be black. He's not trying to be... He is like... A white boy, I'm proud, I'm vanilla bae. Like, I, like, that's the type of white boy I would fucking. So smash. For sure. Okay. I like him. I like him. I like how he is. Okay. What about this next guy? He's a Virgo. Damson Idris. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, your mic. Snowball. <laughs> Put her mic back I on. I want him to be that so bad. I want him to be Franklin. So, Damson Idris, can we do Smash It Back? Can he get it? You see? You see me? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you see him having sex with Chloe and Swarm? What? Chloe, um, Chloe, not Kardashian, Chloe Bailey in Swarm. He was hitting it from the back. You didn't see that? Can we borrow the cameras on that? I didn't see we'll how get, you we'll, I'll text you the clip. Was it a good? It was good. I mean, for nah, this, I for the show. I see. I need to see. All right. Um, <laughs> this person's from my hometown. He's bald-headed. Jeremy Meeks. <laughs> it's like this. In the middle? I was in, um, you know, we had did my first movie. What's that movie? As a matter of fact, uh, Truth of the Game 3. Uh-huh. And Wanda was a premiere or something. We was in Atlanta. And we wound up in a room together. I was on my period. And I did really want my ass ate that night. Like, I really did. When I'm on my period, I'm the horniest. That's why I got to be in a relationship. I have to stay in a relationship because... Bitch, I'm fucking on the period, bitch. You don't like a little ketchup on your hot dog? Move the fuck around. I don't got time for it, bitch, because that's when I'm at my highest peak. Wait, so is it a requirement that your boyfriend has sex with you while you're on your period? What? What you say? But what if it looks like a murder scene? Like all No, my it's not like that. I don't bleed crazy like that. And uh-huh. even if I did, it's going to be a nasty, sticky mess. <laughs> fuck it up. So what happened when you and Jeremy were in the hotel room together? Um, I had asked him about the scene when he was in there. Um, Cause they put his dick, like he was standing in a window and I had asked him about the scene. I was like, so that was real? And he was like, they put a sock on me. And that kind of like- You've never seen his penis? penis? It's on the line. I felt it that night because after he said that, like we have just been talking and I had felt it. Wait, where's his penis on my You've line? never seen his penis? No. Hold on, wait, sit in your chair. I'm gonna what? Wait. Hold on. <laughs> like, so that's how we had like kicked it off. We was like, we was at the premiere. 
I just like him because he like me. Like, he's a, you know what I'm saying? He been through the life. And now look how he changed his whole life. Like, I love that for him. He got the sexiest eyes. And I oh. hope he can fuck. Good with all them tattoos and shit like that. You got to baptize me, nigga. Hello? <laughs> okay, I'm going to show it to you. Ready? Oh, no. It's like one. <laughs> okay, this is the last one. Jerry, right. where the fuck you at, man? Let me get wait, up wait, out wait, of wait, here. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know. I don't know. I know him. Man, I ain't got time wait, for this. Wait, watch it. This is on strike. Bitch, I need this dick. Where's your paddle? You have a paddle? Okay. Meek Mill. I mean, you've been in, I mean, you guys are friends, right? You guys have met before. I'm trying to see where the fuck. Smash or pass? Smash or pass. All right. So what was the question? Smash. Meek Mill, would you smash it or pass it? Nice. Smash it or pass it? It's the last one. Just pick one. <laughs> Huh? This is the last guy. Meek is game, so I'm putting it in the middle. So on a good night with a little Casamigos or liquor, no. No, Meek is my friend. Okay, so we'll pass on that. All right, well, listen, that was a lot of smashing and passing. Tommy, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> we covered a lot today. and the yeah. bitch, Jason Lee is the ultimate. He's the realest. I will never sit with nobody who isn't. Y'all never seen me sit with nobody or talk about any of these things. Outside of Jason Lee, from the start to the finish, this my nigga. I appreciate you. Well, we love you. And look, I'm gonna call Kyle. I'm gonna fix this relationship. We done did this before. <laughs> I don't think it could be fixed. You know what? I went to sleep. He had a dick in his mouth. I woke up. I had a dick in my mouth. So now I'm hot. Now he done drug up some shit from. Okay, Tommy. No, that's it. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for watching The Jason Lee Show. To watch more episodes like that, click right here. And if you want to see more, subscribe below and click that notification bell.